haven't sold you in 40 years. Uh, we're starting out strong today, huh? <laughs> well, looks like we got a full house today, so uh, welcome to the Den of Inequity and Sin. That's right. Welcome. Would we to change the, the name of the show? I really? wish. Uh, no, that's just my actual life. No. Welcome, everyone, to the Dragoon's Lair podcast. I am the Blue Dragoon himself, Daniel the Dragon. And since we have a packed show, I am here with King Hamster Pellet himself, Mike Schiavo. What's shaking, people? I am with here once again with the incomparable Jimmy Haynes. The family man is in the house. And we have a special treat tonight. We have actual feminine energy not just mike um we have the lovely pauline murphy the hair, right? you think i'm yeah. more fem- feminine than mike yeah all right has to be. Um, i still got 20 bucks on her kicking his ass in a fight put me down for 10 i'm good for it <laughs> <laughs> he already knows he can get his, his ass right. beat i would go easy on him because he has a dog to take care of i have two dogs two dogs actually two dogs, yeah, yeah it's big that's just more reason for you to t- end up taking care of them. You've beaten them up just to take the dogs. Just, oh. <laughs> they sorry, have, they sorry, have sorry, a mother. Okay. It's okay. No, no, no. <laughs> now, now you got me wondering about the spoils of war. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So um, we need to take a quick moment of silence and recognize that we lost Carl Weathers. What the fuck? Oh, I know. man. Yep. Moment of silence. You want to talk about like masculine? Like that oh, dude yeah. was. Was guy right there. Right? Jumps. <laughs> oh yeah. You know he, he was still kicking, um, acting his heart out in like the Mandalorian. At he died at what was it? Yesterday. Se- yeah, yesterday. Seventy six. Four, I thought. Seventy six. At least that's what Google said earlier. Yeah. He was born nineteen forty six. No. Forty-eight, I thought. Oh, okay. No. Anyway, he's in the seventies. Yeah. I'm, yeah. It. I, it. It's a shame. He's definitely going to be missed. I didn't even know the dude was sick. No. Uh, you know, it's a, that's already no at the age Chadwick where it's like Boseman. anything could happen at this point. Yeah. Like once you're over seventy-five, it's just like all right, yeah, things, playing with house money. Like, yeah, <laughs> things just kind of start falling apart. Yeah. Unless you're me, and they start falling apart by the time you were born. Um, I'm on it's replacement parts. <laughs> yeah, that's the wonderful, wonderful thing about replacement parts. Daniel's warranty didn't run out yet. Not yet. Um, but I might have to go back in for. Uh, <laughs> I also think what year would it have been when when Carl Weathers like when the Rocky movies were coming out like seventy six seventy six okay because I feel like like him coming out in that Uncle Sam outfit mm. like the mo- that was the moment that like America peaked and yeah. we've just been downhill ever since like nothing <laughs> will ever accomplish like that level well yeah his Rocky four him coming out. Yeah, as yeah. Uncle Sam again. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Like, that was American sensationalism. We've just been downhill ever yeah, since. Yeah, that was like cultural. <laughs> yeah, that was straight eighties. <laughs> I love that shit. In the eighties, it was we wanted our action heroes big, and we wanted to make sure that we had bigger weapons. Yep. And speaking of big action heroes, let's jump right in because I want to talk about the Masters of the Universe cartoon, Revelate Revolu- Revolutions. Revolutions, the sequel to Revelations. Thank you, Kevin Smith. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love Kevin Smith. Now, I did have a little bit of a problem. Okay. All right. Now, I have my notes because I actually... I now, this actually, is a Netflix show, right? Or a cartoon yes. that yes. he Netflix. just made in the, t- the 2020s. Yeah. 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 Okay. It was a sequel series to the original... Which came out two years ago? In the ago? 80s. Yeah. 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 Two yeah. years ago. 
which my big issue was there was a change in the voice acting. Wait, so did he do the original two years ago? Oh. Yeah, yeah. He did the original. Okay, so this is all his undertaking. Yes. The yeah. reboot yeah. of this cartoon. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Not really, it's not really a reboot. It's more like a continuation of the okay. 80s cartoon. And he got the rights to all of it? Yep. Like, yep. Yeah. And, and Filmation. Yeah. Fucking and, and Mattel Kevin gave him the blessing. No, um, if Mattel had the rights. Filmation did not. Filmation has the rights to She-Ra. Okay. So that's why She-Ra has, was not in anything so far. But um, yeah, the fact that they changed over—it's there were some great cameos and stuff that we'll get into. Mm -hmm. But the fact that they went and Sarah Michelle Gellar was not doing the voice of Tila this time around, where she was in Revelations. So in this one, it was now Melissa Benoist. I didn't have a problem. Um, It it could have been—it could have been scheduling conflicts. Yeah, it just. It took a little bit for me to get used to it because everybody else was back. So this is Sarah Michelle Gellar. Yeah. yeah. Okay, well, she's married yeah. to Freddie Prince Jr. So I would yeah. I would be taking no projects anyway. Yeah. Like, I would be well. Home, well they're, mostly they're doing voice projects yeah. anyway. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, both of them were in the what was it Rebels? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So Star yes. Wars Rebels. But yeah, that's so cool. Oh, see, like they're they're a good Hollywood couple. Like they do cute shit together. Like yeah. That. I love and that. people forget he was. Doing work with the WWE. He was one of their yep. writers. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's also he was that. still doing yeah. he was doing the A and E um biography stuff that was coming out after. So it was like talking about the moments and the rivalries. Yeah. So, but yeah, no. I think the one good like it took a little time for me to get used to Melissa Benoist as Tila. But what else is she voiced her from? That name I don't know. I'm not she sure was Supergirl her. on the CW. Yeah. Oh, okay. Never mind. Never Which <laughs> the funny thing is though. Prince Adam slash E-Man is her actual husband. Is it? Yeah. So it actually... Let me see, because I, I actually... I wrote stuff down. It, it's amazing. Yeah, Chris Wood mm-hmm. is her husband, and he was on Supergirl with her. So... And this is like the new Supergirl? Like, we're like with the hot blonde chick as Supergirl? Yeah. Okay. From the Berlantiverse. Well, yeah, yeah the, the Berlantiverse. Berlantiverse. Because if you're saying the hot, the hot blonde... I'm, That's not specific. I'm enough. actually thinking of Melissa... Not Melissa Benoist. Um, Laura Vanderroot. Yeah. I will... From Smallville. And now it's Millie Alcott. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, if well, that ever happens. So. Well, you figure we, they're going to keep changing things around, but so far... The casting's gone through, so no, I'm talking. I'm thinking of Melissa Benoist. Yeah, yeah, like the recent one. Yeah, okay. I, I I like my Smallville one better, but you know that that's just personal preference. I can never think of Smallville the same because of Allison Mack. Yeah, I think yeah. she's kind of tainted a little bit, but you know if you try oh, to yeah. exclude, if you, if you fell down that Keith Raniere rabbit hole, that shit was foul. Oh yeah, well. It, it, it made it hard for me to watch Battlestar Galactica again because a lot of the people from Battlestar Galactica were there. Bro, and if something's convinced me to get somebody's to get a brand, and then you found out that the brand was some dude's initials, like I'd have to claw her face off. Well, like, it was no her, it was his initials and hers, but, depending right? on oh, the that angle. That makes it even worse. Oh, I'm tell, I'll punch right up the contact. The, but no, the best part. <laughs> That's what she deserves. All right, we're definitely not getting the family-friendly version oh, of this. Oh, is this supposed to be a family-friendly? No, <laughs> no, don't worry about it. <laughs> no, this is where babies come from, and it's where I go if you piss PG-13. me off. PG thirteen. Yeah, no, th- 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 we're about to probably hit an R rating oh, today. Yeah, which is fine. Yeah, which is fine. we have But no, um, the thing is, Allison Mack, because we're going off on the tangent, but her, she's actually married to one of the actresses from Battlestar Galactica, and both of them 
had their dealings with Ranieri because they were both involved with him in the cult. He's such a herb, too, dude. I want. I'm sorry, I just I want to find the cult leader that like makes sense for once. Like, I don't. I don't yeah. know. I just don't. You, you can just follow all the women that love Jason Momoa. Yeah, that's pretty much a yeah. cult in and of itself. You think mm-hmm. that's a cult in itself? Yeah. Have that you, kind of makes sense. Okay. So, at, least, at least there's something there. These other women, I'm like, what? How do you fall into a sex cult with someone with no sex appeal? Yeah, <laughs> yeah you got all the women that they're more... They're cold roofies. Yeah. That's true. But, yeah. No, Ranieri didn't. He just basically broke the mental. Yeah, it was so weird, too. I was just like, damn, are these bitches that vapid? Like, no. Yeah. I, wa- I watched The Vow when it, uh, on, what was it, Netflix? Yeah. or No, on Max. And like this dude yeah. puts his hair up to play volleyball. Like, <laughs> like I'm gonna respect you. Yeah, it, it was volleyball. That was just, um, yeah, no. Team building activities. But yeah, no. Um, I did like the fact, though, back to Masters of the Universe, that they kind of tied it in with the early 2000s series with Skeletor being Keldor. Keldor, yes. yes. And then may, now having that as, spoiler, him being Skeletor, Skeletor oh. but also being the brother of the king randor when i when i first when they first brought out keldor i was like watching the early 2000 ones i'm like oh cool they're incorporating that somehow wasn't expecting the twist that yeah i thought they were having it as two separate people wasn't expecting it to be skeletor and then i was like oh shit yeah, for straight five episodes, it was definitely worth it. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it was cool knowing that they brought back Meg Foster. Yes, yeah. as Mother Box. Yep, as Mother Box. Motherboard, Motherboard, Motherboard. Mother Box? Yeah. I got one of those. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. But then it, we, it was also cool that we got the first time ever seeing animated Gwildor. So yes. it was. Yes. Wait, I'm sorry. How many doors are there? Yeah. <laughs> like, you got a lot of doors. doors. Yeah, there's a lot. A lot of doors. He man. Yeah, they, they brought back the key, the the key master the himself. Key master. It's like does oh. Kevin Smith voice any of these characters? No, uh, no, no. Oh, okay. No. Although in his the, daughter, do, his, his daughter does, and Jason Muse. I was gonna say I need yeah. Jason Muse in something because that's like my big brother. That the I've Muse did. Uh, he did a stinkor in the first. He did the in stinkor <laughs> in the first season. Who did he do in this one? I forget. I, I forget who his daughter did as well. His daughter is very sweet. Yeah. She's talented too. She's cute. She's like you know how like nepotism's an issue in the industry. Not if it's Kevin Smith related. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fine. Kevin He's Smith. It's not nepotism since everything he does is it's with built- family and friends yeah, right, like, right 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 it's so just, are you in his universe or not yeah it's like if you're a friend of his it's like yeah it it's not a big budget where you have to worry like weinstein's trying to molest you in the hotel yeah. room also i have so much respect for him with the way that like him and jason Mewes were able to like come back around to their initial friendship and professional relationship given you know like he really stood by somebody that had real issues oh yeah, yeah. And, the, and the work has shown for it yeah yeah <laughs> Big, Scro- as Mike that. and Jimmy are both scrolling, yeah, scrolling trying, trying to find to out. out. <laughs> you know, Steven actually, Jason Mewes was my was my last Cat. major mm-hmm. club gig. Was yeah. was hosting for Jason Mewes headlining. Nice. Uh, so that's like I have to like get back to that. Like uh, that's my dragon that I'm chasing. <laughs> <laughs> Jason <laughs> Mewes was Badra. 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 Mm-hmm. I don't remember Badra. Oh, that that was one of the Shira villains. Yeah. Because they brought in Hordak, right? Which it seems like there's an illusion that at the end that we may get Shira. So it all depends on if they can get the licensing rights with filmation. Wait, when you say Shira, is it how do you is it Shira? Is it like in like a like a she something? Like yeah, she, she, she dash. It's like it's yeah, the female it. version of He Man. 
That's yeah. what I thought. Okay, yeah. that's why I'm vaguely she, familiar with all these characters. Yeah, <laughs> He Man, She Ra. You know, they they were really creative when they came up they with were. that. Hey, come on, it was the early '80s. It worked well. It, it, it did work it did well. Job. No, what, what actually? It would be weirder if these things were called like Benedict. Like, <laughs> gotta call it something grunty. Yeah. No, I think one of the coolest elements though was being a kid and not knowing and then finding out later that every castle grayskull was painted slightly different because they hand painted it so it was a quick yeah. spray paint job yeah. so them spraying so each one had a different shading wait what yeah yeah on, yeah. on in the 80s show yeah when they came out with the toys you were looking at it and you were like, oh, every one of them was different. So if you had Castle Grayskull playset and oh, somebody else did. Yeah. I thought you were talking like the set of the show. I was going to say, no. wasn't it a cartoon? And then I'm like, wait, did they do stop motion? Okay. It was, okay. <laughs> no, but at this point, you figure there's been enough stop motion yeah. for Robot Chicken with <laughs> the Masters of the Universe characters. In the first series, did, did Battlecat talk? I don't think he did. Yeah. Did he? Yeah. Yep. I'm not talking about the 80s. I'm talking about... In the 80s? No, 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 no. no. The one Kevin Smith did, the uh, Revolution. Yeah, yeah. He talked in it? Yep. Yeah, Stephen Root. I don't remember him talking. He he kept it more for Battle Cat, but then this time was more where Cringer got a little more to say. Yeah, I don't don't remember Battle Cat or Cringer talking at all in that one. Well, that was also because the other one was longer because it was two separate parts that they Mm. released. So I think that one was, what was it, about 10 episodes? Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, for how short that this one was was actually pretty impressive. They did a lot. Yeah. And it was nice that they finally did kind of wrap up and go full circle with Evil Lynn's character. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, she's and I, I think if they if, if they were to ever do a another live action He Man, they have to cast her, uh Lena Headley as Evil Lynn. Yeah. Yeah. Just just her voice acting in that character alone. Plus she's badass to begin with. Oh yeah. You uh, she is Evil Lynn. Kev, live action, make it happen with her. That's your assignment. Uh, let's maybe not go live action. We learned our lesson no, the last time. That was the 80s. Come on, that was the what 80s. What were you complaining about? That was the 80s. Oh, the, my complaint for the original was everything, everything on Eternia was cool, and then they got to Earth. Yeah, which, what? no. So there's already been a live action mess. Yeah. yeah. Okay. In the 80s. Dolph Lundgren. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yo, all right. Was it, was it campy enough where it was okay, though? No. Oh, yeah. No. Uh, it had its moment. It had its you moment. Guys, all three of you made very different noises. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it, it, it had its moments. Uh, Dolph Lundgren as He-Man, he had the physique. Didn't really have the action shops because he just came off Ivan Drago. I will break you. Which is, yeah, which yeah. is perfect for that. Perfect Actually, for that. Well, I mean, he had, he had the physique for it, no problem. Yeah. But we kind of had a, I don't know, maybe do a movie with a script. <laughs> no. Well, one thing that I love was I went and I saw because our buddy Dan Seary went and told me about watching the documentary yeah. Electric Boogaloo. Yeah. Electric Boogaloo. Electric Boogaloo, The Rise and Fall of Canon Films. Yes. Yep. And in the documentary, they talk about how for Canon Films, they were making a movie with Stallone and he showed up on the set for Masters of the Universe. I think it was for Over the Top. Mm-hmm. So he was making over the top. He goes and he shows up. He sees Lundgren and he's like, wait, you gave that guy lines? Yeah. <laughs> like he could talk? <laughs> so, yeah. But then again, I mean, Stallone's not really one to talk considering he wanted the fight sequence with Drago to look real. And he almost and, got killed. Yeah. You're letting a guy that's an actual fighter 
and punch you. Pretty much a genius too. You're the genius. Yeah, well, he has like, eight, like just three science degrees or something. Something like, like that. Yeah, he went to MIT. So yeah. just for the shits, just for shits and giggles. That's yeah. Awesome. So he, he, need, he needs to be president, but he wasn't born here. Yeah. <laughs> no, he he went to he was here on a modeling gig, and he's like. I got time for the weekend. I'm going to MIT, get a master's degree. Yeah. And he basically did it in like a weekend. A man! <laughs> and, yeah, and Stallone ends up in the hospital yeah. because it's like, yeah. He, it was like, punch <laughs> me hard in the chest. It's like, do, just hey, Dolph, go don't you for punch it. me a little yeah. <laughs> So dedicated to my, to my craft that I give myself heart failure. Yeah. Yeah. And he got, he got punched in the chest, broke like four or five ribs. And like, I think it screwed up the rhythm of his uh, heart. Yeah. <laughs> And he's like, why can't I breathe? That explains why Rocky Five was so terrible. He's still recovering. <laughs> exactly. But I want to talk um, news-wise. We did get news that Invincible is going to be getting the second half of its season. Good. Should good. be starting on March 14th. Very good. Now, other Amazon news, which we don't know if how close it's going to be, but the boy should be coming back for season four. Yes. There, some people are thinking that it's going to come out towards the end of when Invincible finishes up. Which makes sense. So that would be like around April, but they don't want to overshadow because, in other news, the Fallout series is going to start on April 12th. And part of that series was filmed. They filmed some of that on Staten Island. Is, Did they? Oh, wait. Nice. Is that what they... they th- so I live, um, you know, in Dungan Hills and down Highland Boulevard. There's the old shop, right? Yeah. They got cleared out. And yes. Then, and then all I was told is that it was being used for some zombie yes. shit. And it had yep. like a... It yep. made it look grungier than it fallout. would have. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That was Fallout. Like that. That yeah, that was Fallout. The, so that was filmed over there. So, you know... It has ties to the island, so... And that's going to cool. be a live-action yeah, series? Yeah, it's a live-action Fallout series. Interesting. And that source material is what? Just a the video, video game? game. Yeah. 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 I don't think there's been any books, but I haven't looked no. into it enough. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, and we did get news that Rick and Morty will not get its new season for season eight until 2025. Wow. Which I was a little iffy on anyway, because it took some time to get used to the new voices for Rick and Morty on it, season seven. Is it still involving the fucking guy, Royland? No, Justin Royland it was let go. Good, okay. So he has nothing to do with it. Okay, and who, there was the other partner was Harmon? Dan Harmon. And then, all right, and he's also a scuzzball in his own ways, but not in the same way as Justin Royland. He okay. was a... Dan, Har- Dan Harmon did the baby fucking video. It wasn't funny. <laughs> it <laughs> yeah. wasn't funny. I get the idea. It was supposed to be Dexter-ish. And, yeah. Oh, what if a guy so demented he fucks a baby? No. <laughs> they, they were coming up with a lot of crazy ideas at that point. Yeah, I was so, like, oh, God, I was like, even for 2009, I was like, this is, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, but no, Dan Harmon's like at least reformed his act. He's worked with a lot of like talent that's gone on from working with him from community and gone on to bigger and other projects, which I th- hopefully this year we'll get the community movie on, what is it, on Peacock? Yeah. Yeah. It's coming. Which movie? Uh, they're community. doing community. so Like the show, the community college? Yep. Oh, yep. okay. I think about like a Rick and Morty community movie. I was like, no, 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 no. No, but there, <laughs> there, was, a, there, was, a, there was a moment in Rick and Morty where they had a alien TV parody of community. Uh, yeah. Okay. So it was ve- it was very short, but yeah, no. So they always promise six seasons in a movie, so we should be finally getting the movie. Now, I do want to talk about the fact that um, in other news, you know, a lot of people have been shitting on the Suicide Squad kills the Justice League yeah. because 
they were be- led to believe that that was Kevin Conroy's last performance as Batman. No, he, he it was actually, his voice in it. Like, still? He, yeah, he, yeah, he was voicing Batman, but they've actually come out and found that he's got two other roles as in Batman. Batman. Uh, in, we don't know if one of them is going to be Batman, but in Crisis, Crisis on Infinite Earths, Part Three, I think. Yeah, it's either Part Two or Three. They're, they haven't confirmed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he's coming back as Batman from Batman the Animated Series. Which is fine. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So paying homage to that. So that's at least a nice little, like, thank you that it, his last performance wasn't in yeah. Suicide Squad. Yeah, you like tie a ball Is the Suicide Squad, that's supposed to be, that's a video game, right? Not a movie? Yeah, video game. No, wait, is, I, I'm guessing you're talking because I just, I only go what, like, it's what winds up on my algorithm. Yeah. Um. So I've been seeing recently this week, there's been screenshots of what looks to be a Suicide Squad game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Where Harley is, I guess, in leading the charge. And yep. there's like designs in the background or certain mm-hmm. symbols and different it. things. And people are like stopping their gameplay because this is what they're focusing on. Yeah. yeah. What? Okay. I'm just making. Okay. Yeah. Because it's the Justice League going evil and the Suicide Squad has to take him out. Okay. So, yeah. It'd and it'll be an interesting film. And it kind of ties in with the other Batman game where Batman kills Nightwing. What game is that? I. It was one of those the last ones that came out where it's like Batman goes rogue. It's, I is Nightwing Dick Grayson? Yes, yeah. yes. I uh, thought the last Batman game was uh, the one before Orange Origins. Um, no, no, Gotham no. Knights. Gotham Gotham Knights had so nothing to do with Batman was already dead at that. But point. yeah, because I thought that was yeah that was him no, putting an end to it. I no, didn't know they the, did one where there's he like killed. there's like a smaller game that it's uh, was like kind of flew under the radar. Hmm. But then again, you're gonna piss off a lot of people when you have Batman yeah, killing Batman killing Dick Grayson. Mm-hmm. You know, kills, isn't, isn't like generically understood that Batman doesn't kill unless totally necessary. Like that's part of his moral code. Yeah, not even he never kills. He doesn't yeah. kill, but he has no problem. Letting somebody well, like get setting die. you up to be in a situation. Right. Yeah. Like, basically, even in the, the only movie, one he lets Liam Neeson go off the train. And yeah. Right. And Batman begins. Yeah. He's like, basically, I have to save you. the Boy Scout <laughs> is Superman, as he says. Yeah. Yep. It's like he's a little. He won't kill, but he's morally ambiguous. Yeah. So. Okay. I'm not going to kill you, but I don't have to save you either. Yes, that's the thing I'm talking. Ladies about. and gentlemen, our word of the day: ambiguous. Ambiguous. <laughs> Ambiguously gay dude. Yeah. That was the first that's, time I ever I, heard yeah, that SNL. word. Used. I was yep. like eight or nine. TV I was like, Mom, house, what's uh, ambiguous mean? These two house. men are really good friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just got some news today. Okay. What do you got? Superman, the Christopher Reeve documentary. Yep. Max is picking it up. Good. Yes. Yes. It yeah. did very well over in Sundance. I was going to say it did well in the festivals. Right? Yeah. yeah. Usually when they do good in the festivals, every place is like looking to grab them James for Gunn streaming. James Gunn wanted to make sure that that got picked up. Oh, of course. Well, Gunn, we got to just give him a chance, see how things play yeah. out. Yep. And I'm willing to give him a chance mm-hmm. for how now. How is it that he's had two feet in two different universes for so long? Mm. He's that good of a writer and yeah. a director. Okay. So, I mean... Because, I mean, what he did with Guardians of the Galaxy was like, I'm not going to say revolutionary, but it was something special and unique to the superhero genre, right. I think, at the time. Yeah. And, like, ever since then, I feel like he's just been known as, like, the, the guy that adds quirky shit to the, to, the, yeah. to the universe. I don't know. But he did fix the Suicide Squad. Yes, he did. Which... You mean so from going from the 2016 version to the to the the kind with the star in Costa Rica? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Using Starro. Even though by the end of that, like I was absolutely on the star side. Like, <laughs> wasn't he just spinning in space and then the government kidnapped him? 
Well, yes, yeah, it's yeah, been experimented yeah. on him. Like. Yeah. Well, you know, after you've been experimented on, but, you know, what are you going to do at I'm that on point? Side. Yeah, yeah, 100%. But then again, I'm just glad that it gave us the Peacemaker series, which now yeah. still waiting for the season two. The greatest opening for a superhero. That that opening dance sequence was the great. opening that dance was the sequence amazing. is amazing, but the soundtrack for every song that yep. that's something you got to give to James Gunn. Yes. That oh, that kno- was his series fully, right? Yeah. yeah, he knows how to make a like the soundtrack perfect to set any mood, and it's usually something that you probably haven't heard. Yeah, especially because like towards I the blame l- him for making Chris Pratt likable. <laughs> a thousand percent like because then like that no <laughs> it's fine he's he's, he's he, okay but he definitely if, if that's the worst he's done i mean he's fine he's just he's a little he just it's a little too much but once they started voice acting into everything i'm like he, well okay. james gunn's one of his first jobs was actually helping to write tromeo and juliet for troma studios oh god he wrote it in the i am in his cap you know he actually wrote it in iamic pentameter Wow. So the fact that the movie is an iambic pentameter, you're gonna have to like define that for your viewers. It's um, it's a certain way of writing that Shakespeare did. I so, <laughs> I'll look it up. Yeah, you can let the let the educator do that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, iambic pentameter, everyone. Yeah, but no, and then he did the Scooby Doo movie. So See, that was that was years ago, but that yeah. was a core memory. That shit was dope. I yeah. love it. Was Matthew Lillard, ugh, the man that you are. That he has <laughs> been shaggy pretty much the entire time since. Yeah, yes. yeah. <laughs> yeah, since Casey Kasem's retirement. And that's Freddie Prince Jr. and and Sha- Sam Michelle Gellar. Again. Yep, yep. And then what's, oh, what's Linda Cardellini? I was just saying. Mm, mm, oh yeah. The definition of iambic pentameter: a line of a line of verse with five metrical feet each consisting of one short or unstressed syllable followed by one long or stressed syllable. For example, two households, both alike in dignity. But I think I like the way Pauline did the little sound effects. So from yeah, that one, when we have... Well, I, I actually, I just realized that I was I mean, it's only because I'm sitting next to, to James here, um, that I actually <laughs> accidentally thought I am the pentameter became limerick. So I was sitting here going... This has been the word of the day on the Jagoon's Layer podcast. Yeah, we're, we're trying to squeeze in some educational information here. So. It's not working. No, no, it is not. Now, Mike... Um, I know that you guys wanted culture. <laughs> Boy, did you guys turn into the wrong show if you wanted culture. Well, this, this is Staten Island culture. Staten Island, bitches. <laughs> So now Mike went and uh, you wanted to talk Ghostbusters trailer. So why don't you lead the charge? Uh, yeah. Again, watch the Ghostbusters trailer. I watched the first one that came out. Yeah. When they were just giving you like teases when you see like the uh, the Ferris wheel freezing and yeah. the ice coming out of the sand. Looked cool. Didn't give you too much when you saw like the uh, the big bad coming out of the firehouse, like in front of the firehouse doors with the horns. Didn't give you too much. Everybody started joking. Oh, it's Elsa and she's pissed. Like, okay, I can see that. I, I don't mind the Ghostbusters busting Elsa. That's Let fine. it go. Let it go already. Let it go, you frosty bitch. But anyway, <laughs> um, now that you saw the new one, yep. we know Walter Peck is back. Bitch. Yes. And I think it would be very cool if he was the mayor of New York. I think, oh, God. Well, Who plays this character? Um, William something. William Sadler? Yeah. No. 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 Not William Sadler. No. William Sadler. Different guy. Different guy. Different guy. Oh, wait, no. so wait, real quick. So this is a Ghostbusters movie again? Yeah. 
this all right so I, the 2016 was the was the, the no, female no 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 we don't talk about that good, don't have don't, a comment on it like, we don't there. talk about bruno we don't talk about that leave it yeah. over there um <laughs> so then yeah only different. thing i know about that is is that chris helmsworth was like yeah like he six was tall. no yeah. i don't know pretty much office boy okay this so is pretty, this is a direct sequel to the last one that came out ghostbusters afterlife, afterlife. that's what i was just saying i thought there was one that just came out how is there another one no this is this is a direct sequel to that is paul rudd in it yes yes all right so then i do william atherton is Peck. Yep. Well, now, people are saying he might reprise the Walter Peck character from the video game where he's ahead of like the PCC or the PPC or well, something that's like what, that. That was kind of what he was in the original movie. He was the head of the EPA. EPA. Uh, but you know what? It, if we don't get someone calling him Dickless... Yeah, probably yeah. when you see Vankman again. Oh, hey, Nicholas. <laughs> That's if they even get the two of them in the same room together. I hope they do. Although but, I, I will say one thing that was great in there was seeing Janine in the, ghost, in the in Ghostbusters the, yeah. uniform. Melnitz in a funny. uniform. Yeah. That was a throwback to the Ghostbusters cartoon when she suited up in the dream sequence. Yeah. Although, uh, although I would love, my one thing I would love to see would be Rick Moranis coming back. As Lewis Tully. In the Ghostbusters Although, outfit, because he got it in Ghostbusters 2. He got it in Ghostbusters, which is canon, by the way. Does they, Bill uh, Murray have anything to do with anything? Yes. Yeah, he's okay. in it. Then that's... Then they, it's, they've got... They, they, they got... They have every living member every living came member. back for okay. Afterlife, okay. and Murray is back in this one, so... They at least did it in a way that he's not arguing over it. They Marie? said Ghostbusters yeah. after life. He argued in the oh, about Murray. Murray. Yeah. I thought he said Marie. I'm like, who the hell's Marie? Oh my god. Wait, like did they call Marie. it Ghostbusters Afterlife? Because um, the twenty sixteen one killed the franchise. Office for Miracle here for Mike. Yes. I need Thank one. you. I Thank need you. One. Anyway, this is not sponsored for Miracle Ear, but if I will we get a sponsor one. for it, um, Mike needs one I very do. badly. I am deaf in my right ear, and he's sitting on my right side, so it sounded like he said Marie. <laughs> Take a letter, Marie. <laughs> By the way, we interrupt this program of Ghostbusters trailer for a special report. September 6th, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice is coming let's not and say that we did okay <laughs> there's another beetlejuice coming yes, yes. Is be michael keaton in it yes, yes. he's back keaton, as Rider. beetlejuice oh. winona ryder's back okay. and jenna ortega is in it, in it. Yep. okay Dang. i'll allow it <laughs> <laughs> but uh getting back to the ghostbusters excited to see it you you, you mm. have glimpses of some new uh proton toys. packs new toys coming out new proton packs maybe maybe new uh Different versions of it. What um, year is it supposed to set in? Present day. Okay. Yeah. Present day New York. Mm -hmm. um, you're getting a little more into the character of like the big bad. I, I forgot the name, but um, when you see him, like you know, Ray says, you know, he collects all the uh, energy from all the spirits. That's why you know he's going for the containment unit again. Yeah. And you see him like plug the uh, plugs into his head. Yeah. The, the ghost. So uh, really, I can't wait. Yeah. I mean, well, Slimer, you don't have a good Slimer is returning. Yeah, it's not a long wait because it they announced March 22nd, but it's because so, we know it's March 22nd yeah. every day. They're like, oh, is it March yet? <laughs> Listen, I, I say that because this is a leap year and I want to get the hell out of February. Okay, I, I, I've 27 yeah. more days, don't worry. It's not not fast enough. I know. Just because th this month is one of those weird weather months, yeah. Where now all of a sudden it's like, hey, we're in New York, and uh, as we get closer to Valentine's Day, be prepared for sixty degrees. Sixty degrees on one day, and then we're gonna have snow on the other. <laughs> and I just don't want to see any snow. But that's, yeah, there's no rules to February. I, just, yeah. I don't even. I don't even. I don't even like to screw with it. I'm like just. 
Yeah. It's like, like weather by yeah. Sybil. Wait, isn't today Groundhog Day? Yep. Yes. Did yep. it see the shower? Nope. Shower? Nope. Shadow? Sorry. Did it see the shower? No, Did no. it take a shower? Early Did spring. any of us take a shower? shower? And didn't see the shadow. No. <laughs> Early spring. Early spring. Oh, it said yeah. it? Okay. Because uh, I, you know, I was so pissed. I, I, real, I only realized that actually when I was on my way over here that it was Groundhog Day because I was trying to go out of my way to like go to a Groundhog sighting. <laughs> like I wanted to watch it. Yeah, it's Staten Island Zoo. I know. Yeah. Well, and I miss it every yeah. year. I fucking miss it. Oh, Chucky boy. Well, I think now, Chuck's a girl. Yeah. yeah. Now, we got to go and talk about Jimmy's show because yep. we've had two episodes since our last episode. And actually, he is player card number D7. D15. D15. Yeah. If you have the collector's pack, he is D15. D15. Yeah. So now, you got to tell us, Jimmy, how was these la- the last two episodes, in your own opinion, seeing yourself on there and you got a good amount of screen time yes yes wait I mean, when will this air did it air oh it's still it's been airing since january 3rd no i mean i, I learned of the show what the yes. show is but i don't know anything else okay so <laughs> give, give pauline the rundown yeah and then there's something to do with relatives of famous singers i don't know in a beautiful sphere take yes you hold the mic closer so this way everyone can enjoy this. hear you emote in a beautiful sphere mm-hmm is a celebrity, reality star, sports star, Hollywood star, celebrity, porn star, a star. Fingers crossed. Oh, that's right. <laughs> a musician. You never know who's in there. Their relative comes out with some clues. You have to figure out who is inside the sphere. They will also give you three extra clues each time when three with. The relative singing alone, and three with the relative and their celebrity singing inside. Your chance is to, your object is to guess who is inside the mm-hmm. sphere. The first round is $20,000. You share that with whoever else gets it correct. The next round gets a little harder, but it goes up to $30,000. And you want to be fast each time to get to being star player. Where you could play for one hundred thousand dollars, and since Jimmy is sitting here with us, it's safe to assume he didn't win shit. Well, he, you know the the NBA does not let him say that, but I said it. That's why. His over, Shut up, Marv. His over. That'd be signs if I won. I would not now, be here. <laughs> so now, right now, your what's your over under average for? Because I've noticed you've got a good amount of you didn't get one, but you get the other. So, yeah. although you did hit both in the last episode. Oh, heck yeah. That was a beautiful So episode. now every week as the show moves on, is it the same people as like, so you were on the guessing side. I'm assuming that this, yes. that's what this means. Yes, all okay. the contestants, except for whoever's star player, mm-hmm. will be in the audience. Then we will add another player mm-hmm. as it goes. And 10 episodes, we had about 110 plus people. Wow. And everything, yeah. Yeah. 110 guessers yeah okay yeah it was i have to say like the last episode was really emotional especially when who was this who's an example of a celebrity that comes out of the sphere uh peter frampton i was just say if you've seen a couple episodes yeah. already that means yeah. you yeah. can talk about Pe- that yeah peter frampton oh, was one that. Of, was that was one of the most recent ones mm-hmm. and having his son perform for him julian yeah uh-huh. it was and it was really emotional and one of the contestants that guessing she was practically in tears okay that's rita and let yeah. me explain something about rita rita is she's like a roadie she's the biggest fan she has her own book mm-hmm. 
on Amazon. I'll tell you that. Or you can order it through her. A and book she, about being uh, a roadie? Yeah, about a book meeting all these rock stars. Yeah. She's met everybody from Aerosmith. Um, well, she finally met Peter Frampton. She just showed us she put um, the little pic into a beautiful yeah. frame with her name. Yeah, she made sure she stated that she collects guitar picks oh yeah. <laughs> okay so, so, so this it meant a lot to her as a guest uh, yeah as well as okay yeah um now jimmy did since you weren't in the final round were you able to guess the final celebrity in the last episode i had about his first guest oh. <laughs> about a second guest correction yeah i had it but just to let everybody know um as julian and peter said peter suffers from Inclusion body mitosis, otherwise known as IBM. All right? And I've been speaking with Julian, seeing how his dad's doing. His dad, coincidentally, is going back on tour. What is so, that, what does that disorder entail? Because yeah. it's, it's not it's, IBS. So it it's basically deals with damage to your muscles. Mm. So like a muscle dystrophy type thing? or yeah. like a, Okay. Basically, now he was sitting there. Usually he'd be up playing his guitar. I see. And everything. The How last old is time, he around? He's in his seventies. Okay. Yeah. So, so a bunch of us know that what John Hopkins is doing the um, research and all. So, I spoke to Julian, and this lovely shirt here that I wore on the days off. Cameras that way. <laughs> this lovely shirt will be signed. To the highest bidder. Okay? You can reach me on Facebook. You can catch later Facebook or Instagram and threads. And I will explain how what's going on with the process. All proceeds are going to the research, the Peter Frampton uh, research on at John Hopkins. So... And if you would like for me to be able to get in touch with Jimmy, you can send me an email at dragoonslayerpodcast at gmail.com. That's dragoonslayerpodcast, all one word, dragoon is spelled with two O's. That's dragoonslayerpodcast at gmail.com. First right. plug of the day. Hey, I, I, you know, we're about a half hour in. I, I, I needed it. It yeah, just, it didn't I know. feel I, I right. I start eating at your soul. Yeah. Can I ask the origin of this podcast name? Uh, well, <laughs> the interesting thing about the, it's basically, we started off where I was like, all right, you know, I love dragons and the Dragoon, it was more of a nod for Bruce Campbell's character in Jack of all trades. Is this the character called Dragoon? Well, he's the daring Dragoon. Oh, okay. So, and the Dragoons were actually in Napoleon's army. They were part of his army. That's a so it's a title like a military title. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I was like I was like is this because you're all goons and you like to drag things? Okay. No, 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 <laughs> no. <laughs> no. So and also it plays into one of my favorite PlayStation One games, the Legend of the Dragoon. Okay. So Legend Fair of, enough. <laughs> and in there there were different colors of pe that the stones that they had that gave them dragon powers. <laughs> so they were dragon riders known as dragoons. So and Danny also dresses in drag sometimes. Again, hey, a, a goon hey, and drag, yes. We can, it can hey, happen. hey, we, hey. We can go both ways. I don't uh -oh. tell them what you do in your private time. Thank you. <laughs> Coming to a school. It's not much, ladies and gentlemen. I can tell you exactly what he's doing, but I don't think you'll want him back on the show after that. Which, Jimmy, I have to tell you right now, um, Doug did vote in the poll that we have on the Spotify page. 
And he was the only one who voted. <laughs> because the only one votes. Yeah. Of which I wish more people would, but most people don't go on the Spotify and scroll down. But he does I didn't not even w- know you could do that. Yeah. You could put yeah. a poll on Spotify? Yep. That's okay. Yeah. You know, it's a six-inch pole. <laughs> yeah, 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 it goes from top yeah, to bottom. So, yeah, can I hold my weight? <laughs> Doug basically said he he's it's not because of you. It's he's just not a fan of kind of reality shows. I didn't think he realized that it was more of a game show. What was the poll question? If if people were watching, we are family. Oh, okay. I see, but, yeah. but I mean, that's honest, expected answer because yeah. not it's not. Not everybody knows about the show. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's on Fox. Yeah. And it's on Hulu. Mass Singer, NFL, uh, Hell's Kitchen. They were all over on Thanksgiving. Oh, not even just Thanksgiving. Also New Year's Eve. Who is the um, host? Anthony Anderson and his Uh mama, Mama Doris. Okay. And Jimmy just happens to be sitting right on the side of Mama Doris. Oh, cute. So you get a lot of Jimmy in the background, even though I call him Jimmy, but everyone else calls him James. James, you have to be professional. I know, My favorite Anthony Anderson thing is how he was in Transformers. (laughs) I think that's about it. Yeah. Special shout out and uh, (laughs) speed of recovery to Mr. Anderson, who's doing a movie, and he got hurt during a fight scene. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Did he win the fight in the movie, at least? Oh, God, I don't know yet. The movie's being filmed now. Okay, well, I thought maybe you watched the scene. I don't know. <laughs> the fight choreography. No, all we see is a scene of him sitting in a medical bed. Oh, uh, oops, okay. Jimmy, continued. I have to tell you the same thing I have to tell Mike. Not away from the mic, towards, towards the, the mic. mic. <laughs> uh, you gotta be polite Mr. towards the mic. Yes, Mr. Shavo has something to say. Yes, uh, I was just received a phone call. Something happens at my house. I have to take an early exit. Uh, right. Guys, I shall check you next time. Later, people. Yeah. Okay. All right. Best to the oh. lady and the puppies. Yes. Just a uh, reminder, just turn everybody. Off the microphone. Mike has murder on the Orient Express. March 1st, 2nd, and 3rd at the Little Victory Theater on Victory and Wild. And it's the first first two weekends weekends (laughs) in March. And I can just hear him in the background as he's packing up his stuff. Yeah, that Little Victory Theater, it's the the, the tiny, cute little theater that's not far from the West Shore Inn, if you guys are familiar with that steakhouse on the island. Because I tell people about this venue and they don't necessarily know where it is. They're like, in St. George? I'm like, nope, that's a very different theater. No, that's (laughs) ready Yeah, Trust me. Yeah, so as we as we all watch for the video version of Mike scrambling around in the background to get out of town, because whatever happened at home must be serious for him to leave so quickly. So he found out he has a son. No, <laughs> it's actually more he has a daughter. Um, <laughs> he's got a dog. He's got yeah. two dogs. Yes, he has the puppies. He has to go take care of or something. We wish him nothing but the best. Yeah. Um, now we do have a couple of other topics to hit, but I want to get back more on we are family. Yes. So with everything that was going on, like the last celebrity, how many celebrities get revealed per episode? Three. Three. Okay. Yeah. So there's three, three it's, and how many rounds is that in total? Really? Three rounds. Three rounds, but it's technically separated into two per celebrity, really two per celebrity. And then there's the, uh, stop bonus round round three, which is the star player. Yeah. Hmm. Now it, you went and your bet was one of my all time standout moments of you. So cocksure that you had it right. And you did, but you're like, I bet super bowl tickets on it. Would you have been able to actually cover super bowl tickets if you lost? 
Let's put it this way. No. <laughs> wait, I've seen wait. I've seen the prices and I'm like But since you got it right yeah. since you got it right, what did you grant yourself in return? Like why were you risking that? What was your gain for this bet? Because I knew it was <laughs> a sure bet. <laughs> so you mean you were just like, I'll buy anybody's Super Bowl tickets and like no, there wasn't yeah, anything no, on no, the no, table no, no. for you? Yeah, okay. like I no. said, he was one hundred percent cocksure. Yes. Uh, <laughs> See, I gotta wait till the I know, you, I know you. I know you. I know. Okay. I know. But it soon it, enough. It, soon it, enough. Soon uh, enough. Soon enough. It helps us oh, build no. up the anticipation. Oh, no. yeah. Not until after uh, you get paid. <laughs> yeah, you have to wait for for the yeah the yeah. The, the checks have to clear. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, clearing the checks is going to be the biggest issue. More than likely, the bigger the production is that you get cast on, like the longer it takes to get paid. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like yeah. ninety days after, like, where the fuck is my generic check? Where's yeah. my money? Yeah, yeah. I got I got to give you credit because I mean, you're not getting like the fastest times, but it being able to be on the spot and actually getting the answers right, I'm pretty sure there's got to be some brain freeze that kicks in. Oh yeah, oh you get the, a lot of people get the brain farts. Yeah, I'll tell you that, and it's. Some of the stuff is small technicalities. I've gotten that. Yeah, I mean, everything. What's his face? The guy that hosts Wheel of Fortune was just saying that. How it's like, how you know when you'll see those embarrassing videos where like a college student and it'll be like the final question and the the puzzle is solved minus one letter and they still mess it up. Yep. And then like their opponents opposing college is like, I can guess it, and then they get it fully right. Like he's come in and said like in that moment it's not the same as you watching it from home at all. And like yeah. you never know till you're in the hot seat like this guy. Yeah. <laughs> it's like what well, I've been watching on. Uh, buzzer tv they've had the concentrations and everybody starts clearing out this board and then it's like can you solve the puzzle uh no <laughs> and then it got, the next guy goes can you solve it yeah sure it's itsy bitsy teeny weeny yeah yeah because they have that extra time yeah. to like focus they got your benefit of the doubt yeah like, you didn't get it in that, that guess but yeah it's like okay i got to see you screw up so i'll be able to get it and i think that was something that was referenced by the last um star player yeah like she said like because she it's a lot harder than it does looking from sitting on your couch Oh, yeah. And you you said, you've confirmed before in past episodes that it's where I can see the silhouette at home. You had a harder time. We didn't like, have seeing, no silhouette. You couldn't see who was, like, any silhouette no. for the celebrity behind the yeah. spear. We had to wait. Yeah. Oh, that was just the way it was presented to, like, the audience at home. But yeah. You, but the, in studio, you didn't see it. Oh, there's a lot of things you'll hear. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> As, and the words is, how do you stay on the zoo? Later, but... Not now. Yeah. Remember, the mic is in front of you. you. <laughs> I have to constantly I correct. I should have taken his boom mic. You should. Switch it. Just turn it on. No, turn it on. There's a switch. <laughs> you didn't unplug it. Thank God. <laughs> Let me make sure. Go ahead. Keep talking so I can just see. Check, make sure baby. Check, baby. One, two, three, baby. Yeah. Hello. There it is. Uh, the reach around. Oh, um, no. <laughs> that don't sound good. No kidding. That did not sound good, but I had to anyway. No. So, I mean, we've basically gone and like, we've been watching the show is, should we be expecting? Cause there's how many more episodes are left? There are technically four more episodes left. All right. So, so I hope this does get another season because this was actually has been really entertaining and Anthony Anderson and his mom are 
fucking gold. Oh, hysterical. Yeah. His, his Mama Doris, it just she, some of the things she says crack me up. And you can see Jimmy laughing like because he's right over her shoulder. Was this all filmed in L.A.? No. This what? was filmed in Atlanta. Jimmy, oh, if you're going to take okay. the mic, you're going to have to hold it close. This was filmed in Atlanta. There you okay. go. Yeah, I, for, I forget that Atlanta is also like a huge uh, production hub now. Yeah. Atlanta's Thanks, thanks Tyler Perry. Yeah. No. <laughs> Although he, yeah, does, basically. He, does, he does have his also, he started Also, The Walking Dead. Production Walking Dead. Yeah, there's been a lot of shows. Disney. Yep. A lot of people are filming there, but I'll tell you this and you'll make you laugh. The Next Level Chef that Gordon Ramsay has out, mm-hmm. he filmed it in Ireland. Who did? Gordon Ramsay? Gordon Ramsay. Oh, beautiful. Fox had that filmed, and they filmed Beach Shazam there. And the floor. All right. So okay, so Ireland's getting a little okay, production so, boost. Yeah. Well. Now, I got it. Now, okay. Most embarrassing Mike story, just because I know he's not listening. Uh, I, just fucking around. <laughs> I know he doesn't listen to the episodes over, so this is just a <laughs> fuck with him. Because it's like, now we got to make sure we tell him we said some really embarrassing stories about him. Yes. You know, I remember the time he wet his pants in class. Um, uh, more, it was guy almost killed him, but yeah, no, it, I, I would have assumed he wet his pants. <laughs> now, I want to talk like about the Marvels because it came out during the strike, and we yeah. really weren't able to talk about it. Was it even released in theaters? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I it thought ma- it was just a home release. No. Oh it, my god, it was just. <laughs> Yeah. Go ahead, Dan. No, I actually really enjoyed the way that they did the Marvels because they found a nice way of taking the characters that they used in the series and the Captain Marvel movie, everything that was established to create an actual group that they felt like they actually worked together. Yeah. Now, is this a group that like, uh, these characters existed? I know that I know they existed in the comics, but like they they work together in the comics as the Marvels, like that was already a collective in the comic books? No, no, but but Miss Marvel has always been a Captain Marvel fangirl. And she's supposed to be like, she's like the young Muslim girl that became Miss Marvel. Okay. Yeah. Which I, like I said, I, you know, I was hard on the show when it first came out for Ms. Marvel, mm-hmm. but I'm not the target demographic I was going to say, that whole show no. is every, they're all younger. So it's supposed to be like for teenagers to yeah. watch it. Like, yeah. yeah. But that's yeah. what they want to they pull. Wanna, yeah, they're pulling the next ones. Yeah. yeah but, but the MCU. But that also, it, you know, I'm not the target demographic because I'm not the same religious background. Mm-hmm. I am not a teenage girl. You're not the one seeing I, I, um, identification to... representation exactly. in this character. So, yeah. Can... But after a couple episodes, it actually grew on me so okay. I, it I, like I started to see the charm and everything and then the third character is Maria Rambo Monica Rambo Monica, Monica Rambo, Rambo. Yeah. she has powers too yes because I think yeah. she was in Captain Marvel but I don't know about her background she was in Captain her. Marvel as a child and okay. when they got to in, in the infinity, 90s in, the- yeah infinity war she went and she was cat she got caught in the blip as okay. they called it for Spider-Man, yeah, which is I guess stuck and um, makes sense. <laughs> so when she came back, she ended up doing. She was in WandaVision as an adult. As an yeah, adult, adult, okay. And work, she has powers. She got powers during when she the was blip? during m- during WandaVision. She crossed through the barrier that Wanda created to make her little TV family universe. Okay, where you know she did it in what was it in in New Jersey? Yeah. Of course, because uh-huh. you can get away with just about anything in New Jersey. <laughs> well, basically, it stays in the, I'll say like Tri-state this, area. the Stanley Lee universe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but I did like the fact that they did have like, because 
Ms. Marvel had the Bollywood like moment. They kind they did have the entire song number in <laughs> in the Marvels. You know, with, they made her Indian. No, um, no. Cap- Captain Marvel. Yeah, they go to another planet where only the people talk in song. Interesting. Okay, yeah. and that's in the Marvels. Yes, in okay. the Marvels. Yeah, and it's on Disney Plus at the moment. Well, okay. it's at, by the time this comes it out, it'll be so. It did hit for Disney Plus, and yeah, so because otherwise it was available on Prime to mm-hmm. for rental. And now, I just last question, like shallow on the characters is so is Ms. the Marie Mar- Monica the same age look like phenotype as. Captain Marvel, like they're both just like thirty-year-old women. Yeah, they're both. Yeah, yeah they're both okay. adults. So I was trying to figure if there's any, and then the other one's still a kid. Yeah, teenager. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so you still have the teenager. It was fun, like seeing like the interactions because they have Samuel Jackson's Nick Fury interacting with Ms. Marvel's parents. Oh, cute. Yeah. Okay. I, and, anything he does, I'll enjoy. And th- because of the alien cat, what was the cat's name again? Do you remember, Jimmy? What was it, Comet or something like? No, that? no. Co- Cosmo. Cosmo. I think Cosmo, Cosmo is no. the dog. Um, the the cat that they have is an alien that it has like tentacles that'll come out and like it just eats anything. All right, now I'll see this movie. Yeah, <laughs> this, <laughs> there's the same cat that in Captain Marvel gave uh took Nick's eye out. Yeah, it was the reason why he lost his eye. Oh, the end of the movie. Like, yeah, the things yeah. walking around. Okay, and then. Aww. Spits out the Tesseract. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So okay. they, they use that entire thing to save an entire space station. Okay. By, because you not get, only one. Yeah. No, they, they, it has kittens. The space station has kittens? No, the um cat. The, the cat. alien okay. cat has kittens that come out of eggs. Uh, no, the best irony. Oh, this cat's coming yeah, out. But the best irony was memories oh, yeah. being played. <laughs> yeah. I fell off my seat. I fell out of my seat laughing so hard. Yeah. What? There, there's a moment in the movie where they're going and trying to like figure out their connection through like a memory device. And they're the three women to each other. Yes. So they can actually see each other's memories. And some of them are the ones you don't want to see. Yeah. So Jimmy, which one was it that got you? Go ahead. Say it. Come on. Oh, which one? Oh, you mean when the yeah, uh, which cats? one? Yeah. Anytime anybody had their period. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> no, basically, the, my fa- one of my favorite moments is when they have to transport the whole station, but they have to have the cats. Yep. Help transport it because all the pods are gone. Yeah, everyone is running away, and you have all these alien cats, <laughs> like just everywhere, and they are swallowing everyone. Oh, hype! And at one point, it's like. Just let it happen. And Absolutely. Like, yeah. Why would well, you not? Sorry. <laughs> if it sees you fit to devour you, like so be it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, listen, this is why I'm a cat person. You know, <laughs> you have yeah. to respect and honor the old gods. Exactly. So, <laughs> and that's the thing. Like, I, I, like, I didn't think like the Marvels deserved like the hate that it got. It was set. It was set up to fail because like once like I, I'm not listening. The, the only thing I know of it is nerd rage on Twitter. Yeah. Like, I didn't even know it was a thing in a, a whatever. And I was just like, okay. At this point, it's like, please seek out other content because it's just rage boners. Like, it's yeah. annoying. It's, yeah, it's the male fans that just can't accept the fact that there are female characters and they're 
they have good stories. I was going to say, there's some, there's some things that are definitely like forced representation, it seems like sometimes. They're like an over, you don't need to gender bend everything. You don't need a, a, a white, Spanish, Chinese, everything. But these are new characters that yeah. were always what they were. So to, to harp on that means, okay, then you just don't want that person to have a character. Like, yeah. just be honest with yourself. I mean, sometimes <laughs> you can swap the, the gender or the nationality mm-hmm. of a character and it works better. I mean, Battlestar Galactica was a prime example because you had the original Starbuck was a guy. Mm-hmm. And Benedict. now you went, you took Dirk Benedict and you go to Katie Sackhoff mm-hmm. in yep. the new one. And Katie Sackhoff killed it. She did such an amazing job that it was like, yeah, I, who the fuck cares if it was ever a guy? Mm-hmm. So it wasn't because didn't people like go nuts over the Doctor Who, like being a woman once out of 15 times or some shit? Yeah. yeah. Like, well, like, it, it's like isn't this supposed black. to be an alien that changes form? And this was always like, all right. Yeah. Well, th- that's the thing. It was the, the Jodie Whittaker years for Doctor Who, which I watched and mm-hmm. she didn't do a bad job. It was there were weird stories and mm-hmm. some controversial like changes to like with the concept of the timeless child and the doctor not even being a Gallifreyan being a found child that had the regenerative powers that the Gallifreyans took so it was one of those moments where you're kind of like are you kidding me right now like you're kind of changing the history but it's Doctor Who, so you can kind of have whatever Dude. headcanon what you want. Mm-hmm. But they even had like Jodie Whittaker found a, nu- a previous version of the Doctor that was a black female. Yeah. So you have a black woman there with a female Doctor. Mm-hmm. So you have two female Doctors at the same time. I think it just kind of blew most people's minds. Well, I think it's because like as much as that's fine as it is, like for what it is, but like you are gonna have like the, if someone was like over one thing, like now you're gonna have these ones spinning from from this side of the pendulum that are yeah. just like Meh, like no matter what. Yeah, so, well, like that was definitely set up perfectly for those types. Yeah, <laughs> but it was it was also funny because like you know everybody loved David Tennant. David Tennant is just absolutely brilliant. Amazing. He's like the most popular one, him right? Like him, Matt Smith. Yeah, there's a toss-up between oh, him and Matt Smith. Yeah, okay. So, I think the Tennant one's a little above for me. Yeah. So Tennant and Smith were a lot of people's favorites. For the modern. Yeah, yeah. It, for the modern Who. Mm-hmm. And when it came to the new Doctor Who, my best friend said one of the, my favorite things after when Matt Smith was done and he regenerated into Peter Capaldi. So I get a text message right after it's like the doctor looks like a kid toucher. And I And it was who? Peter Capaldi? Yeah, Peter Capaldi. I gotta Google who that is again to refresh yeah. my memory. He so, was also in Suicide Squad. Yeah, he yeah. <laughs> but it like I had to actually like my best friend then went to sleep right after like sending me the text message. So she woke up to a text message from me telling her it's hmm. like yes, but Remember, Matt Smith's doctor was willing to take a 10-year-old child into the TARDIS. So it was like, yeah, fair point. So it was setting him up for this. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I mean, all right. I mean, this guy definitely doesn't look like he doesn't fuck kids. But like he- <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not endorsing and we're not accusing anyone. But like- at the same time, it was just, it's the look. It was the image. And go- going from such younger doctors to then jumping to grandpa was mm. like oh another another big shift in the, yeah. yeah so capaldi became a little controversial and lost a few of the like the people that i know that were watching it yeah. they kind of gave up after matt smith i kind i stuck with it and now we got shoot because tenant came back and now it's shooty gatwin 
Yeah. And I gotta say, Shooty Gatwin for the Shoot, spe- Shooty Shooty like Shooty. Yeah. Is it is it a dude? Or- it's a dude. Okay. It's a dude. <laughs> it's a dude, but I don't know Shoot. if they're going with more of a gender fluid kind of doctor at this point. Shooty Babbitt is that the name? Shooty Gatwin. Gatwin. Okay. Yeah. And I have to say, like the the Christmas episode was amazing, and the song "The Goblin King" actually was topping charts on Spotify. So it was actually really cool. I know they had four parts on Disney Plus. Yeah, the the four David Tennant leading into Shooty. Yeah, and you even had what was it? Um, oh, I didn't get that right at all. Yeah. the name is spelled N C U T I. Yeah. Yeah, but it was not gonna be- yeah. Engli- <laughs> you know these European it's names. English. Yeah, th- these European names. You know, it, was, it couldn't just be Dave. Um- <laughs> <laughs> did you say? Did you say European names? Yeah. Isn't that is that not an African name? It's European. European okay. too. Wait, let me see. I'm still getting about a picture of this person. A lot of Africans. No, there's a lot of immigration. No, of course, of course. Yeah, so to London. I, that's why I'm like. Yeah, and a shooty guy. What? It's a, it's he's, he was born in Rwanda. <laughs> yeah. So okay. he, he, I don't it, listen. I don't care where he comes from as long as he's having fun and he's doing a good job. Yeah, that's he all is. that he matters. Looks, um, he's okay. He's like my age. He's, and so if you is that young, it, is that young for a doctor? Is the doctor supposed to be older? Well, he's thirty. Pl- he's pl- yeah, but he's playing a character that's over a thousand years old. Oh, so and if you look at the past up to me, up to Capaldi. <laughs> yep. No, excuse me. Up to uh, Joni Eccleston. Joni. Jody Whitaker. Jody Whitaker. Yeah. If you look at it, Eccleston, Tennant, Smith, and Capaldi have each been in something either Marvel or DC. Yep. Now, what was Eccleston in again? I'm trying to remember. Thor Dark World. Ah, uh, yes. He was in the Thor Dark World. As what? Malekith. Oh damn! Yeah, he he was one of the villains, and in, in all honesty, no, I, that movie sucked. So. Yeah, well, I I'm not a fan of the first two Thor movies. I think they got it right when they got to Thor: Love and Love Thunder. And Thun. not, no, sorry, but, the the one with Jeff Goldblum when he first showed Ragnarok. Up. Yes, Ragnarok. Yeah, so Thor Ragnarok was when they got it right because I I always compare. Thor, the first Thor movie to the 80s Masters of the Universe movie because it was like all the stuff in Eternia was cool, all the stuff in Asgard was cool. Then you go and you get all the stuff on Earth and you're like, really? The only thing I like had to go to I Houston. enjoy when he breaks the mugs. Yeah. When he's like, another! He just wants more coffee. Yeah. Like, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, that, it had funny moments. That's a, yeah, I, I yeah. just didn't like the yeah. the whole plot. Yeah. I mean, my main reason for watching it was it had two of my favorite actresses in there. Because Kat, oh, Kat Dennings is oh, yeah. your girl. Oh yeah, yeah. I love Cat <laughs> Dennings. Like she is like comedy gold at half the time. Like even when she's not trying to be funny, yeah, she finds a way to make something funny. And Natalie Portman. Mm-hmm. It's like between the two of them, they were the reason for me to see it because I know most of the women were like, "Oh, Hemsworth." They see it. It's like okay. I'm like, I don't care about him. No, yeah, I was. My eyes were where yours were. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so it, but that's the thing. It's like Marvel, and and you figure also what was it? Um, you had Tennant was in Harry Potter. Yeah. So. Who was the 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 Doctor during? I've only literally seen one full Doctor Who like scene, and it's one that I saved because I, I was like I cried when I see it. It's so cute. It's when he transports Van Gogh. 
Oh yes. So like the current that the was Paris yeah. Gallery. And Matt's, he, and he sees that his, yeah. his, mar, his art like actually had an impact. Yeah, that was growing. that was in the Matt Smith era. Okay. It's, so, from, it's from like 2011 or something. Yeah, right? that was Matt Smith. He went and he was traveling around and came across Van Gogh and mm-hmm. he like he didn't feel like he was appreciated. So yeah. it's like he brings him to the the future before he takes him back. Yeah, I mean he was a Van Gogh yeah. was a suicidal mess. Oh yeah, <laughs> he always was. Yeah, but, so it it was great to see something like that, and it cute. paid such respect to not just Doctor Who in general, but also to like Van Gogh as an artist. Mm-hmm. No, I just it was like yeah. a super like emotional moment and i was like oh okay look they made oh, yeah. this like sci-fi movie like have meaning like this is yeah <laughs> oh no i like before i started watching doctor who i actually went it was a dave and tenant two-part episode with the the beast in the pit <laughs> and it i thought it was a movie when i was for when i was watching it because i was just flipping through the channels and then i was like all right now i have to actually go back start from the 2005 reboot and just keep going <laughs> so i had to do that and I enjoyed it, but yeah, no, but I like, that's the thing. It's like certain things get a lot of hate online and, you know, I'm pretty sure like Judy Gatwin's going to get, like, he's gotten a lot of love from the Doctor Who fans. Jodie Whittaker took a lot of shit and I think it was uncalled for. Well, here's what I also don't like either in general when it comes to these criticizing characters and fandoms, when it's like, you'll see somebody you know, write a think piece or cause a stink about a character that wasn't even a part of that fan base to begin with. Yeah. So it's like, if you're not watching Doctor Who now and then, like, don't come crying about, like, Doctor Who being a woman now. Or, like, if you're not watching whatever already. Like, it's yeah. one thing for, like, that inner fan base, like a Star Wars fan base, to get on and have, like, an honest discussion about their own shit. But, like, yeah. if these people are just dropping in to it, then it's like, you didn't know. That yeah, your, your, I, your, your expertise is not there. I don't want to hear your input. I agree, except for Star Wars fans. Star mm-hmm. Wars fans are literally the some of the most toxic fans out there the general fan base you feel like is all like yeah, that how do you yeah. feel they compare to star trek fans star trek fans are actually more inclusive and they accept everything you know if That's they what don't I was gonna say if they <laughs> if they don't like it they're okay with like okay you know what there's another version of the show for they have so me. much star yeah. trek <laughs> yeah star wars there's I have to agree with, like, I saw Freddie Prinze Jr. say in an interview. He's like, I learned this shit from Filoni. I learned it from Lucas. It's It was made for kids. So you saw the original trilogy. You were in that age group. That was your movies. You mean like the kids in the 70s? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Then, you get the, then you get the prequel trilogy. That was made for a different group of kids. And now the new... That was pre- our group, like our generation. Uh, I was more the original. Like I grew up. You were born in the seventies. I was born in the eighties. Oh, okay. But I grew up with the original trilogy before they did all the general touch-ups and changing things with digital effects. Mm -hmm. And then, but the prequel, the sequel series has basically been bombarded with so much hate, and it's like. It's not for you. Because you're viewing it with the eyes and knowledge yeah. of the of the of the original pe- of the original fans that came to it. Not even just it's- that. It's just it's not what you wanted because there's been so much. Mm-hmm. And instead of just accepting, okay, you know what? Disney got rid of the canon from books and some of the video games. Guess what? They're still out there. You can still enjoy them. Still yeah. read it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like what it's there for you. You can enjoy the part you like. You don't have to constantly shit on everything. That's, exactly. I, I feel like there's never anything big that comes out in like the fantasy realm 
anymore that like people don't take issue with. Like I, I just, I never, I mean, obviously we were chilled. I was a child back then, so I wasn't having these conversations or hearing them, but like it, it just doesn't seem to happen anymore. Yeah. Like, Oh no. Um, like we, like Jimmy and I remember when the prequel trilogies were coming out and people didn't want spoilers and some people just absolutely loved the Phantom Menace when it came out, yeah. but they were just so happy to get a new Star Wars movie. I watched it and I sat there and I'm like, I've listened to everybody's hype and I waited. I didn't go see it when it first came out and I saw it months later and I'm just sitting there like, this is not as good as I would have liked. Mm -hmm. There were moments that were amazing. I was like, okay, when we get to Duel of the Fates and further down, like towards the ending, like that was all great. I was like, I don't care about the pod racing. I felt weird about having like a child hitting on the queen it was like this is just kind of creepy who was the child uh, it anakin. was anakin was the child but it was um well, jake lloyd yeah jake lloyd he was a kid actor you hired a kid to play a child that it's like he's supposed to be but the he's supposed one. to be in, in is his character in the lore like also a child or is it well, like in a child form no it's it's Darth Vader before he becomes Darth Vader. So he's Anakin Skywalker. Oh, is this Christian Hader played? Yeah. Haydenson? Yeah, Hayden, Hayden Christensen. Hayden Christensen. Which, when they cast Hayden Christensen in the ne- in the f- movies after, I literally was sitting there and I had just seen the Canadian show Higher Ground. And that was about like a bunch of kids that like they had drug problems mm-hmm. and like other issues. So they were sent to go in like a kind of school that was up in the mountains. Okay. And so it's Hayden Christensen was playing a character that he, he was like the football star that was doing drugs and everything. And he's getting sent up there. Eventually you find out that it was his stepmom was like molesting him. Mm. She was hot. So I'm like. It's the same way, like you kind of see nowadays as an adult, you see these teachers that they have that like they get busted for having sex with their students. And it's like, where were these teachers when I was a student? Oh, God. No, that's 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 the argument that always gets tossed every time these articles are out there. It's uh, it's still terrible. Those women are still sick in the head. There's no way you're a hot woman. Yeah, you can go get a man. You don't need a boy. Yeah. (laughs) Well, it. It's horrible, but at the same time, it's like every guy. But I'm saying as a the kid, teenage yeah. you and you this thinking I would have yeah. then okay, and that's that. Listen, I can't yeah. speak to a teenage male perspective, but I can just say that like from a 30 year old woman with friends that are teachers, like that's a bum bitch. If you oh, had to like, it's like the yeah. Right now, basically, the point is, do you want to pay rent or do you want to live rent free? Exactly. That's what it is with these teachers. Yeah. So basically, but right, yeah, living rent free, aka like going to jail. Exactly. Teacher salary is so bad. I'm a fucking football player. <laughs> like, go away for three years. Well, yeah, what was it? I, I was watching like a, a little like TikTok video where it, this woman who she's a teacher was talking and she's like, We asked the students one and like what they want to be when they grow up, and one of them said said, I wanna be a I wanna be a panhandler when I grow up because I wanna make more than a teacher. And she's like, I, yeah, <laughs> roasted. Yeah. She's like, I, I looked it up, and yes, he would make more money. Yeah. Um, so, it's one of those things where it's like, but that's the thing. It's like the you see certain things that they change over time. Mm. So you know when you have like those moments where it's like it felt creepy knowing, but like Hayden Christensen's character in Higher Ground is like, okay, he was molested by his stepmom, but his dad, he was worried his dad wasn't going to believe him if he told. So he turned to drugs. He's up in the mm. mountains in this thing, in the school and stuff. 
and and it was actually a really cool show it is on amazon prime to you got to pay to see Mm. it but higher ground was actually really cool it has um jewel state the that's in family law another canadian show that they're airing on the cw now oh yes yeah that's a new show yeah well yeah. it's in its third season but the new show i yeah. mean like it's not like a, a reloading of 90 show no right? it, okay. it's like a family law practice where it so but all of these actors that were in there in higher ground actually went on to do a, like other things so it was, i love that when you go back to like freaks and geeks or whatever and you're like oh this whole cast is successful now that's yeah. pretty dope yeah. i can't say all of them are fully successful but i know at least one of them went on to be a power ranger you know oh, rest in peace green white ranger sorry and, uh, <laughs> sorry love tommy yeah so but it, it's one of those things where when you after seeing that his acting was like at that point was kind of so over the top and it's like him crying i was like Oh, his acting in what was over the top in higher ground oh okay it was like so over dramatic and the crying and whining i was just like oh like this is gonna be the guy that turns into darth vader but then you saw he could be cold as fuck though yeah but at the same time it was like okay all that heartbreak it worked but it was just like it was hard when you first hear the casting yeah so well, that's what people thought about heath ledger and the joker they're yeah. like oh this yeah. uh, a knight's tale motherfucker is gonna really do this and then you're like oh wait he's got some darkness in him oh yeah but yes. no it was, you know i i still wish he would have stuck around and didn't d- pass away because it would have been cool to see him come back and be in the third batman movie for nolan especially because you would have got him and joseph gordon levitt back in a movie together after 10 things i hate about you oh you know he was originally slated he wasn't supposed to be killing him murphy in that role yeah it was as the judge the scarecrow judge it was actually supposed to be the joker Joker. yeah Oh, okay. I, I kind of liked it. I mean, it worked. I liked it as Killian Murphy because his coldness, like his cool demeanor, yeah. like enhances the like that for me. But but it also gives you like the thought now knowing what could have been. Where now yeah. you're playing the. Well, what I just if. think it's so fucked that he died before he was able before the movie was even released. So he never knew how successful it was, and he won an uh, Oscar postmortem. Yeah, but uh, I hate to say it, but because comic book movies typically don't get the respect when it comes to the awards, which is one of the reasons why I gave up on watching these award shows mm. anyway. So he may not have actually gotten it for that movie. It just happened to be that, you know, the impact and his passing, it seemed more like it was one of those things where it was like, let's give it to him. Give it to him now because he would have gotten one eventually in his career and yeah. now he can't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's the same way, like, I stopped watching the award shows because I feel like it's more like, hey, it's the Academy and them is more like the their friends giving them it the, seems like they the figure court. out who's up for deserving it at this point in time and then it's it's a lot just because like leonardo dicaprio for instance i don't know whose fucking wife he banged in the 90s but there's like t- six projects he should have won an oscar for the revenant was not the one well that's what happens when you know girls hit 25 and he's like yep well, that's because <laughs> they are contracted pr girlfriends he's not with these women i yep. threw grapevines uh he does not take pleasure when he's with a woman instead he wears headphones during sex and sits there like a limp fish uh because and this is my alleged theory um he's been gay this whole time 
and it was designed in the, decided in the 90s that he couldn't pursue a leading man track with that image. So they had to just like boom, 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 get you all these different girlfriends, keep it rotating, keep the money coming in, mind, mind your gay business. <laughs> I believe it because he, he really sold sucking dick in uh, the Basketball Diaries. Um- <laughs> <laughs> he, he was like, oh, he's a beautiful little twink. He was a beautiful twink and then he's spent the rest of his life like chasing that high. And Say I'm convinced you, that his partner is Say probably Tobey Maguire. You didn't hear it from me, but it's probably <laughs> Because why is Toby not married either? <laughs> it, it, that's the Spider-Man curse. Um, anyway. When you get but to yeah. the third movie and it's bad. Um, that's it. I think they live a beautiful life together on their vacations. And all the women then get out of the contracts at 25. They can go on to have children that is, that, and, and everything. And they get out in time to in their fertile years. I kind of like that theory. You know, it, it, it's, it makes it seem so sweet and wholesome. It's a it's a symbiotic relationship. That's why, like, you notice any of his girlfriends, they never talk shit after the after the breakup. They oh, yeah. just literally they walk away from that contract and they're like, not even Joanna Kearns. No, nope. <laughs> you said Joanna Kearns. Yes. The fuck is that? That's <laughs> growing pains. Growing pains. Oh. She was too old for him at that point. <laughs> she was already past twenty five. <laughs> You're digging down into like his old his old. Uh, Hey, listen, when I, once I said the Basketball Diaries, it was all fair game at that point. Mm. Yep. Now, speaking... It was great in Romeo and Juliet, though. That was a fucking dope movie. John Leguizamo. Oh, like, oh, yes. John Leguizamo does not get the credit for... Agreed. Anything. The acting that he has done. I mean, granted, one of his first movie roles, The Pest, was not a good movie, but... It's a cult classic. No, it's not a cult classic. In another place. In some places, they <laughs> To enjoy, its little cult following. <laughs> he does have a cult following with the best stuff. It, no, work, it, it's... But it will sit on the video shelf. Oh, no. It, it's not even sitting on the video shelf. I don't even know if it you It is can, the video shelf. Pretty much. It might uh, be holding up the no, video shelf. I've never shelf. seen the movie. Yeah. It's fine. No, it, it's him basically just doing, like, a bunch of, like, impressions and crazy shit. It... It, it's pure 90s like ridiculousness what i love about them he he can he can be dropped in either a, a comedy or a drama action or whatever and he can maintain the same kind of character oh, yeah. because he he mixes the comedy and the drama like when he's in john wick yeah like and his yeah. and his one-man shows are absolutely incredible i've never seen one of those live oh. <laughs> even if you don't even if you see it where you're seeing it like as a special on like netflix or something even it, when hbo had it yeah originally. they are so worth watching because his way of telling stories of his life and everything it he really just for a one-man show he brings everything to life Hmm. now i want to touch on the last topic that we have for the this episode you know mike's not here so thankfully i can say what i want to say um (laughs) it was ace ventura and i wasn't even sure if mike watched it because isn't that the original that's the original the original ace ventura i just we didn't hit percy yeah (laughs) well we'll get to that one next time i wanted to give it a i want to give it like a little time to marinate on the all the eight episodes of the season yeah hopefully it'll get a second season but you and i will you and i'll really discuss it because you know mike's not big into streaming like he said on the last episode um No, we got a few things the two of us can discuss. In oh, absolutely. But WWE. Yeah. Oh, we're definitely going to hit that because there's been news and we'll get to that as more stuff <laughs> develops. But, oh, you mean Castro Jr.? Yeah. Bye. <laughs> get out. Yeah. But um, no, it, the original Ace Ventura, I remember seeing it back in 94 and I loved it the first time I saw it. But watching it after you now have seen it and you know the twist. It's like some of the jokes still still work, but it just I didn't think it held up. 
and rewatching it now, I honestly don't think it holds up. Well, this isn't the same movie where like one of the whole gross out scenes is the fact that someone's discovered to be transsexual. Pretty much. Yeah, so I'm not into that. Um, but uh, uh, so I mean, other than that, well, though, it was, his, it was Sean little... Young. So it, yeah. you know, Sean Young went crazy in the past before. So it, you know selling crazy killer i could believe that but it really was it's like they found mr winky and everybody going and like sitting there like scraping their tongues and like spitting that's what and i'm saying yeah. i was just like all right all right With the like plunger. yeah i was like all right relax like, and boy george singing crying game <laughs> yeah but it that wasn't even this like most of the jokes early on weren't like they didn't hit like they did back then. I mean, his. I mean, as they shouldn't have. You were yeah. like a preteen boy then. Yeah. So that's like peak, like thur, 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 humor. Like I that's still like have that exact same sense of humor. Yes, but like that's when you and everyone around you has it. So yeah. like the, the general opinion about that joke is gonna, is gonna feel a type of way. Yeah, but like it, no, but even like the opening sequence of him as like the delivery guy throwing the box around and stuff and like shattering the package, and just so he could go steal a, the dog. Okay. It, you know, right, that part I relate to. I, I figured you'd <laughs> yeah, be able to relate listen, to that listen, one. Listen, yeah. listen. <laughs> but it's it's one of those things where it was like, okay, you know, kicking the box and stuff. You know, I thought it was like, wow, it, like this is fucked up. I'm like, okay, I'm not even finding this funny anymore. Mm-hmm. But then again, I'm expecting an Amazon driver <laughs> to probably try to do that. But then again, they won't get their tip if you thank your driver with your Alexa device. Um, <laughs> I mean, wasn't this, this is also the same movie that has inspired every single Halloween, the worst guy you know will dress like the te- the fucking ballet skirt yep. thing, going like this, this stupid costume, like that's... Yeah. That's the legacy of that movie, is the fucking 23-year-old guy with a roofie dressed in a fucking tutu. Pretty much. It it, it just didn't... It, I, I remember him, like looking at Jim Carrey and knowing like, okay, this was the start of like his physical comedy was on point Mm -hmm. and ahead of its time. But when you got to like the jokes, they, they were one note. They really didn't hold up. Mm -hmm. It just happened to be one of those things where it's like, it was that moment in time. Like that's what I say, but also think this is a movie where like, I don't expect anything from it. And that's a benefit. I feel like it go, it just goes to show it was supposed to just be a silly box of confetti at the time. And, and it was was a Rip Taylor (laughs) bit at that point. But uh, you know, I, I could almost see like when I brought it up, a a Rip Taylor. Yeah. He just threw confetti everywhere. All right. (laughs) He old comedian. Okay. He used to be on the gong show. Oh, okay. Gimmick, gimmick shit. Yeah, he was okay. a he was a gimmick comic that he was, was in Jackass. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know the the Bloodhound yes. Gang m- kind of used him for a song. Like not the mammals one. No, right? no, um, they, no. It was one of the other ones. I think it was on the same album though. Yeah. Yeah. But I I can see Mike being the person that would still enjoy the original Ace Ventura. I think I'd probably. Oh, this guy is the is an insane person. Yes, I know this is. <laughs> Sorry, this yeah. mustache is like yeah. criminal. The car was yeah. hysterical. Yeah. So the car was funny because it's like he's he's keeping his head out the window instead of just replacing the windshield. Him driving with it like a dog with its head out the window. Respect to that. Sorry, I detected. No wait. Okay, so the Ace Ventura movie. Yeah. Um, 
that was 1994. Yes. And you were saying something about that being the start of Jim Carrey's, like, you know, physical, physical act com- of comedy. Yeah, yeah. Then do you, like, what, by what movie do you feel like that was, um, that was perfected or whatever? Like, The Mask? I, yeah, The Mask was where it was, like, 100% on point. Because that's the one that I could think of where, like, I don't, I wouldn't change anything. Yeah. Like, like that's. That one is, like, pure classic, even though it should have probably been more violent since it was based off of a comic book character that was extremely brutal and violent. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's one of those the moments where it's like, that was the movie where his physical comedy was there. I think Cable Guy was where his dark comedy, where it got a little dark and you could see like, he's got some potential for like some serious mm-hmm. acting. And I will say the Truman Show was Truman where- Truman Show, yeah. okay, that's what was my next one. Yeah. Okay. Like, Man on the Moon showed his serious side. It showed a little too much of him engulfing himself into the role. He that and, was the first movie where I was like, oh, method acting is a thing. Yeah. And I, I, was, yeah. I was a and, kid learning that. I was like, oh, he's, like, getting in his, like, serious headspace. Yeah. It, okay. The fact that he was still doing the bits and even trying to copy the Andy Kaufman, Jerry Lawler stuff was just like, okay, I felt like he took it too far at that point where it like broke the fourth wall and made you realize how it wasn't it like yeah like it was a little Mm -hmm. too much Mm -hmm. i got i got that thank you very much yeah but uh, otherwise i mean all the movies he's done like outside of that i've enjoyed all of his performances how have you felt about eternal sunshine that no, that's no, that's no physical comedy. Like yeah. that was him showing he's real deal. Just yeah, like, yeah. just play. Yeah, that was like that was that moment where it was like, okay, you know what? It's not over the line serious like he was in Man on the Moon. That was like the the key point where it's like he can do pretty much anything. You were able to see him as a detached, different, serious person in yeah. that, instead of seeing, oh, that's Jim Carrey seriously trying to be Andy Kaufman. Yep. <laughs> and that's the thing. Like, you know, I look back at Ace Ventura, you could see like, yeah, he had a lot of great stuff on in Living Color, mm-hmm. but it this was like, it felt like a, almost like a bad in Living Color sketch made into a, a hour and a half movie. Okay. Which that, there, were, there could have been many things like that. They could have done a bunch of projects like that. I still think one of the best in living color, in living color videos is Jim Carrey impersonating the I don't know if he's Canadian, the Canadian white rapper Informer. Oh yeah, the, uh, Snow. Like, Snow. That, that yeah, Snow. The, yeah, yes. Yeah. Whatever the, shit. <laughs> the Canadian. Like boom, boom, down. Yes, that fucking video. Yeah, and, the, and the parody was just as good. Yeah, which is I think he's related to um one, like a that in the guy Snow is related to another like singer for a band I'm trying from the nineties and it was like it was so different. That, that does, that's a totally different genre. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But I think it, um, I'm trying to remember. Like I can't remember the band that it, the guy's in. But it's like Informer was terrible. You you really couldn't understand. I'm like, if you're gonna, well, ha- like, I thought it was a joke to begin <laughs> with, and I heard, and as a child, I heard, the, and then I saw Jim Carrey doing it, and I was like, oh, this is Jim Carrey's song. That makes sense. Jim Carrey's the yeah. nonsense man. Yeah. So of course he did this, and then I felt I saw the music video again on like VH1. Yeah. And my, like <laughs> my they, mo- my mother would exercise in the morning, and she would, when they still showed music videos. Yeah. yeah. So, okay, so this is the, and then I'd see the video again, and I'm like, that's not Jim Carrey, and I was like, the fuck is this imposter? Like, yeah. <laughs> well, that's the thing. It's like, but it's like when if I'm gonna listen to somebody rapping i need them to be clear that's why i'm like i could listen to eminem because even if he's going at a high speed 
everything is crystal clear. Whereas like this guy put an accent onto himself and made his words unintelligible. Yeah. <laughs> and you're white. <laughs> I th- yeah. I think he was the first white mumble rapper. There you go. Right. There, yeah. yeah. Revolutionary. <laughs> yeah. Actually. Now we got to downplay that. Matt, watch that be the new thing. Like yeah. white people invented mumble rap. All right. <laughs> Shut it all down. <laughs> you know, the way he rapped, you compare that to John Mishita, the fastest talker in the world. Yeah. And the micro machine man. Yes. I could understand him more than I can understand Snow. Yeah, because the Micro Machine Man really was like your auctioneer. Yeah, he did (laughs) Federal. He originally did Federal. (laughs) (laughs) And he was in Transformers the movie. Yeah, because he was. What what was his part in Transformers? It was the the animated Transformers movie in the from the eighties, where they actually killed Optimus Prime Mm -hmm. and actually set a lot of people upset r.i.p to the king that was a lot of nonsense so it's um yeah it was one of those things where it was like oh my god it was also the first animated movie where you hear like the cartoon characters cursing (laughs) yeah because it's like oh shit what are we gonna do that's very funny yeah i was like oh damn (laughs) they're not even human and they're cursing yeah when you get as a kid you know you get the cartoon characters cursing you were like oh wow they can do that yeah and, but then again, you know, <laughs> Scooby Doo said I could say the end. No. <laughs> yeah. But that's the thing. You know, it's like Jimmy and I will remember because you're younger than both of us. But you, you, I don't know if you remember Watership Down. I was born in 1990. Yeah. So. But Watership Down was like, or like, what was that? Late 70s, yeah. early 80s. Didn't, it, didn't say reruns. It was probably it, cycle. It was an animated movie with rabbits and it very dark, very disturbing. Was it like, it almost looked like Disney animation, but not a Disney company? It was like a third party? No, it didn't even uh, look like Disney. It no, was a no. separate animation style. Mm-hmm. It, if you look it up. What's it called? Warship Down? Watership. Watership Down? Down? Yeah. Okay. It's it's on, it always makes the list of the like movies from like the 80s that 80s and 70s and 80s kids are traumatized by. <laughs> and there's, oh, and there's plenty of those. Oh, and this is oh, yeah. definitely one of them. So it's one is of it the, the category, the genre, it says it comes out in 1978, children. Yeah. Because there was no PG-13. No. So that was something that oh. should have been. Spielberg had the first PG-13 film. Yep. If we all remember. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, we could definitely go on to, like, a lot of movie trivia, especially between you and me, but we're we're not going to do that today. No. But, no, so, I mean, that's the thing. Like, talking about, like, Ace Ventura, like, for the movies and, and like, shows that made us, you know, I... I remember it shaped a lot of like my like comedy like interest back then, but it just was it doesn't. Wait, what do did now. you feel about Ace Ventura: Pet Detective versus When Nature Calls the Year Later? I actually still think like Ace Ventura: When Nature Calls is a better movie mm-hmm. and actually holds up better. Because I've heard I, I have heard less hate. For this movie, for that second movie. Like, yeah. people have complained about things aging poorly and yada, yada, yada about the first one, have not heard it as much nearly about the sequel. Yeah, no. The, okay. se- the, the sequel was, I think, it almost seemed like it was planned out a little better. Because I think after the first movie, they had flushed out the character, so mm. they kind of knew more of where they were going. Yeah. I just also just remember, like, having to, my mother being so pissed off because seeing the pictures or the posters and me being like what nature calls and then my dad means yeah that's when you have to piss and then like my mom would be like why would you tell her that like 
That's great. No, I mean, I mean, let's face it. There's something about Ace Ventura too. When nature calls, with Jim Carrey like trying to squeeze himself out of the the fake rhino's ass. Yes, and like, and people seeing it and looking like the rhino's giving birth. Yes, like that still is like comedy gold. Like no matter how many times you see it, it plays with the audience's like uncomfortableness. Like it's yeah. Like it's like a, it's a you or them kind of thing. Yeah. Like <laughs> and it and it works, and you can still laugh at it mm-hmm. as opposed to like you know, it's like they he found Mister Winky. It's like that doesn't work anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was like very very funny if you're a nine year old boy through the roof. Yeah, <laughs> even then I was like I was fourteen at the time and I enjoyed it, but it was, it was like uh, I have, I tried to watch the movie a second time. Because, you know, back then, renting the movies, you had to bring them back in a certain amount of time. And, yeah. like, renew it? Like, you, extend your... Not even to renew it, just you try to get the weekend out of it. Because, you know, you rent it for three days. It's like, how many times am I going to watch this within that time? Mm-hmm. Make that money. Make it worth it. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I watched it the second time, and I'm like, I don't like this as much as I liked it the first time. Oh, wow. And yet, Rotten Tomatoes score is more than double for Pet Detective. <laughs> that, that one sits at 48% whereas the other one is down at 21 yeah and I take Rotten Tomatoes ratings as a suggestion yeah there's some movie that just came out um, out of darkness it's in the theaters now and like it hasn't even like gotten like an audience score yet but yeah. the regular score is like up there and then my friend just saw it and he goes it is dog shit bro yeah. <laughs> like, it's one of the things where because like the and this is where I say like the toxic Star Wars fans, they went in and they start, they had to change the Rotten Tomatoes rating system to make it so the audience had to wait longer. For the review, the critic to, review to, to come out. Yeah, they the critics got to review it first. Audience reviews, because they were bombing. Review and just, bombing they, shit, yeah. They, they spammed it so much to give it such a low score. And they've done it to so many movies not even giving it a chance mm-hmm. and that's the thing that's good that they have to distinguish it then so it's like as much as you maybe don't always agree with the pretentious critics yeah. at least it gives you a starting point to know if it's to distinct to separate it from like a review bomb situation yeah. yeah where i i like to think like when i give a review i'm giving it from my perspective and i try not to go too in depth because yeah i could sit there and probably talk about like the meaning behind certain things but i don't want to do that mm-hmm. It takes the fun out of the movie-going experience. And so I, it's like, who's paying you to do that? Like, yeah. You know, like, yeah. Like, First off, I, I remember, like, and I, Jimmy, you could probably, like, stop, realize this, like, be, going to film classes in college, and they're, like, showing you the process and it's taking you out of the enjoyment. When you first start watching because you're learning about it, you can't enjoy things the same way. And that, like, it burned when i first that first i'm like why can't why am i not enjoying this which one what were you watching it was actually like i can't even remember because it was like early what was it like i think we had the first film classes in like 98 yeah yeah it was like in like 1998 1999 like it would like things that were coming out that even tv shows because now i'm looking at it in the analytical eye and you just you lose that like childlike wonder. Are you saying that the, the more you became like specialized regarding film and yep. media, that it's like ruined your ability to enjoy it? Yeah, because you're you're looking at it as a, a lens of yeah. critique. Always. I I 
I lo- I felt like I lost the childlike wonder of being able to look at something and actually enjoy it for what it is. I get that. So I had to like take a step back, not take the film classes too seriously so that this way I could still enjoy stuff. I mean, one of my favorite things was taking a film class where the professor's like, oh, there's a, there's a Spike Lee movie. It's in, it's only playing in Manhattan. So it's not on the syllabus, but I want you guys, I think you guys would really enjoy it. Um, make a day in the city of it. I'm like, I don't have that kind of money to go and travel into the city to see a movie, let alone to go and make a day of it. Mm-hmm. So well, this was a night, this was a no, no impact on your grade. Exactly. Yeah, so I'm okay. like, this isn't on the syllabus. Are you going to, and I said it in front of the entire class and he got upset with me for doing it, but I didn't care. Cause I'm like, are you reimbursing me for this? Mm-hmm. It's not on the syllabus. And I mean, as long as it wasn't going to be tested on yeah. or, or graded, then that's just him making a suggestion for those interested in the field. Yeah, but it was one of those moments where it was just like... Well, you realized like you don't need to give it all to, to this. And yeah. What can you really... Okay. It also didn't help that it was the same class where we're sitting there and we have a Serbian student that he's literally sitting there and they just asked us like, what do you see as the ideal society where you're expecting like people to go and say like star trek and stuff he he actually doesn't even say something from a movie he says we get rid of all italians yo <laughs> wait was this, this was in a classroom like located in staten island at yep. the college of staten island i'm sorry make yeah. that man mayor that's fucking hilarious <laughs> that's he, that's hilarious oh, he, he might be the only one that could get away with saying it because like serbian mafia dudes you don't fuck with that oh no he was about to get his head kicked in because he was lucky that one of the guys that usually sat behind him wasn't there because you would have had a, a short italian guy kicking his head so right this, in. no this is just un- unbelievably the best thing i've ever heard because you're in a film class why yeah what? No, <laughs> yeah uh, it, that's like the meme going around that just says like italians aren't real yeah <laughs> the only people you can be racist against because they're not real yeah so, well, yeah that's so funny stat island okay well i mean after a while good luck survey that's what the, you know, this is why you guys have so many fucking genocides over there yeah well that was the thing it's like he came here <laughs> trashing american movies and he's like the best filmmaker is jean-luc godard and i'm like no one's fucking watching his shit i get it you want us to experience like these artistic films but i want to make a movie that is going to make money i'd be like dude the only <laughs> what about let's talk about the the most famous film from uh serbia is a serbian film yeah and uh <laughs> that's why i was like don't watch that <laughs> uh, yeah no he, nobody <laughs> oh no that 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 kid at my graduation ceremony he wasn't even graduating with us and they showed like his student film project and they're like, watch out Hollywood. And I'm like, for what? He's going to get deported. <laughs> but wait, what did he present? It was like this stop motion like thing where it was like moving a chair around. Oh, he doesn't like, disappoint. I he, love this guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. He, I, love I think I remember that. It was bad. Yeah. Um, uh, and I'll say I'll say it. I, I couldn't can't remember his last name. But that kid, Jordy, was terrible. Jordy. Yeah. Oh, God. He, he, uh, his his cousin, she was so nice, and she didn't have like an attitude. But him, this was CSI. Yeah, okay. he was like so stuck up and acted like he knew everything about film to the point where you were literally sitting there like, "Oh, you're a fucking idiot." I'm like, if you know everything about film, you would be not sitting in this class. You'd be like paid working in Hollywood. Yeah. Shut the fuck. Me, <laughs> me, You'd be in NYU. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, some shit. Yeah. I'm like, like you're sucking up to professors that 
aren't even showing you projects that they made themselves. It's just things that they think you would find artistic and interesting. Right, right, right. Like these are the like they're not the great creator themselves. They just know yeah. They just know their source material. Yeah, you right. may know the material, but you didn't create anything yourself, and you're going to tell people how to create things. Jason Simon was literally my advisor, Shock. and the worst, worst people walked out of his one of the films he was showing. <laughs> this is your advisor? Yeah. Schlock. Yeah. Sorry, that's he so said, good. He said Christopher Reeve's Superman was schlock, but he was showing- Is a, this man tenured? unfortunately yeah he should be dismembered yeah he went you can't, you can't talk on oh, christopher reeve like that oh no, yeah no girl no people <laughs> went and like they walked out because he was showing like this weird video of a guy like spreading mayonnaise over these naked dolls and like chanting things right, you know, jail immediately yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, that's no. what we all thought that's Although if that uh, man is not on a watch list, that's whatever his name is, is not his real identity. This man is playing in your face. Yeah. Now, Jimmy and I, we got to witness probably, I think, from our college film days was one of my favorite things. The girl complaining. If you remember that complaint that you had to take. Trying to see if you remember it before I have to like really start dropping hints. Go right ahead. She was watching a movie and she didn't like the language because they said that Italians are part black because S Sicil are, Sicily, Sicily was invaded there. and like it was in the movie and she wanted to lodge a complaint against the the professor yeah. for showing this. I would be like, lodge a complaint into your fucking brain, girl. You don't know your ancestry. Yeah. The thing is, Jimmy was on student government and he had to listen to this complaint. I'm there in a reverse that's, that's like, that is a phr nightmare <laughs> oh it was a nightmare uh, it was it and was I've dealt with a lot of nightmares and oh, yeah, of course. i was laughing so hard but i had to like i'm like don't don't laugh out loud don't laugh out loud she's really not saying this please tell me she's not saying this and i'm i can't look at jimmy because i know he's gonna laugh if he look if he sees my face because we're listening to her being dead serious and emotionally hurt. But also, say, how can you just be that geographically dumb? Sicily <laughs> is right. It's Africa. It's right there. You are closer to Africa than other whiter European nations. If they, Why but, do you think so, Italy gave it the boot? Yeah. It's what? like. <laughs> with this black Irish. I have black Irish heritage. Yeah. It, means it's, it made all its way the circle trade routes. Ba -da 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 Portugal and yeah. Morocco and Tunisia. Yeah. And they're all up here. And that's how Colin Farrell and my father happened. <laughs> like. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, so it's really one of those things where it was like so ignorant on actual history that she would she wanted to cancel. That's so ignorant that it's hilarious, yeah. though. But like, she wanted to cancel the professor before there was a thing of cancel culture. She wanted him fired, and it was like, are you kidding me? He showed a movie where the character in the movie is yes, okay, he's using the N word. But he's saying it and putting the historical context that Sicilians are part black. Yeah. And if you tell a Sicilian that to this day, they still get upset. And it's like, seriously, you know what? I think you would like part of that stereotype because they're starts just saying you're you're it's like, yeah, I'm Sicilian, but I'm black below the waist. Like, just. 
Come on. I have, Lean into it for fuck's sake. I have dated a guy who's Sicilian and he used to joke around saying that he was black from the waist up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, he wasn't. He was fine. You're, you're doing great. Um, but from the waist I, up? That was the joke. But he's, <laughs> the joke is he's all right. Yeah. He's, doing, he's, doing, he's, doing, he's doing wonderful. Um, but yeah, I mean, also, it's just like, I mean, just look. Like, I went to St. Joseph by the Sea High School. The South Shore of, of Staten Island is like completely Italian. And the girls in my graduating class, asses out to here pre-BBL, that's not just Italia, baby. Like, yeah. that's, like, <laughs> you go out into the sun, why do you get so dark and I get brain cancer on my arms? Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's like, I'm turning, I'm burning and you're tanning. Like, yeah. no, no, you've got more melanin yeah, than like, I do. Like she, wouldn't, she shouldn't be able to lodge that complaint until she comes back at the end of August and shows me the difference between her tan line. Yeah. Like, <laughs> out of here yeah <laughs> it really was one of those great moments pauline i definitely want to have you back on the show yes. you, it, it's been great having you here i like knowing a little bit of everything and a lot of nothing yeah <laughs> and it's still more feminine energy than mike and i think you've probably seen more than mike mike's probably like after he gets everything sorted he'll have mash on in the background uh, or all in the family mike is wonderful he is from a he is literally from a different time period yes he he, he has refused to leave this the 70s even though he was born at the very end of the 70s no 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 but like he deserves to be in like that sitcom like like al bondi era of life like, yeah. i don't know that was the 80s though no right? yeah yeah i i'm i'm kind of trapped in the 80s but i have have like a little bit of like i've evolved a little bit not by much mm -hmm. you know i keep a little 90 standard but it's like mm -hmm. no <laughs> but it it's one of those things so jimmy remind everyone where they can find you and where they can watch we are family you can find me every wednesday nine o'clock on fox we are family you can find me on facebook james Haynes the fourth. You can find me on Instagram and Threads. James H underscore nine two five. You can find me on Snapchat. James H nine two five. All right. You can also telegraph um, smoke signals. Those old sea flags, you name it. Carrier you can find pigeon. It. Yeah, we're, no, 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 no. That's Mike. No, no, no. Yeah. Mike still gets the carrier pigeon. That's why I didn't touch that. I have carrier turkeys. Yeah. Yes, you got carrier turkeys. <laughs> they bring me the list of uh, blood names. Now. Yeah. Now, Jimmy, where can, where, and when can they watch We Are Family? They Remind them watch, again. Watch it again. Nine o'clock on Fox. Also on Hulu or check your cable provider for on-demand Fox. Thank you. <laughs> I was, I was wait, I'm, I'm like, I, I'm not used to my, not having Mike here to interrupt and say Pornhub, <laughs> like for your Only contact. Fan. Oh my God, Everything. they're coming for porn, by the way. Guys, I don't know. They're, they're making local laws going against porn. I mean, they're getting rid of AI porn, thank God. But uh, well, yeah, listen, there's other bills. AI porn and revenge porn are terrible. It's like, you know, I want the real thing. And if you're going to support pornography, There's I see living people doing it. Exactly. Yeah, like they yeah. willingly want you to watch their, their clam. So yeah. like, go it, there. I, I, I go to Exotica on a regular basis. I support my adult entertainers. And if you'd like to support them, find your favorite one on OnlyFans, loyal fans and all other like the sites that you can pay for to 
get it and actually make sure they get the money. There's so many. Yeah. There's like Fans League, Clubhouse, Linktree. I don't even know. <laughs> Linktree, wow. A, what? Isn't that Link, a thing? Linktree. Isn't Linktree like where people get links to all their naked shit, including their social media? Well, that, that's just that's to get the links. Yeah, oh. yeah. <laughs> but uh, trust every every girl I know that gets naked has Linktree in her profile. Yeah, link in bio. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, Pauline, um, any projects coming up? Uh, any way that people can find you and find out what, if you've got a show coming up or not? A turkey find? I yeah. know. Uh, follow, okay. your, follow your exploits on turkey watching? Yeah. Okay. So, no, this is for anybody that's not aware. I have about 30 turkeys that come onto my property like once a day, and it's, it's the best thing that is going on in my life right now. But... <laughs> You can, yeah, you could fo- feel free to connect with me online anywhere. My username is usually at whiskey burrito, just the word whiskey with the E. We're not Canadian. Burrito, <laughs> one thing. Um, except for TikTok, I'm yellow brick broad <laughs> instead of the yellow brick road because my middle name is Dorothy. Um, <laughs> and that's only because somebody poached my name and made a whiskey burrito, burrito TikTok. Whoever you are, like, <clears throat> you'll start to cough in seven days. Um, <laughs> other than that, yeah, just follow me there. Uh, February 9th, if you are a local Staten Island person at Mexican Cantina, there is a comedy show. Um, for f- I don't even know if it's free or not, but a guy named Darren Joseph is running that. That is going to be Friday, February 9th, Mexican Cantina on Victory Boulevard, live comedy. Um, other than that, you can follow me because I have my own podcast coming out next month. And there's a lot of other shit going on. So thanks, guys. And remember, guys, you can follow us at all of our social medias, but for the most part, you know, if you want to find the Dragoon's Lair podcast, we have our Facebook page and our Instagram page. We also have a TikTok channel, but I don't, it's more my page than anything else because otherwise you can find Mike with Hamster Pellet Productions. (laughs) Um, But for me, it's Blue Dragoon 13 on pretty much all my socials, pretty much because uh, I don't really use X slash Twitter, whatever you want to call oh, wow. it. Oh, I'm kicked off that for an, a week. So I <laughs> if I don't follow you back, don't get upset. Uh, don't worry. I, I was kicked off because for around Thanksgiving for um, hoping somebody chokes on their buckshot from killing their turkey. Oh. So, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I didn't want them to die and I didn't say threaten, but, you know, Elon Musk will come after me for something like a simple joke as opposed to the Nazis he's literally letting all over there. So if you mm. want, you can find me more on threads. I've yet to get onto that yet because it's just I like, have. I'm it's just so annoyed. Bad. There's so many. If you have Instagram. It's a, it's the same. It links, yeah. it links yeah. right through and you will actually have all of the same people yeah. that are following you on Instagram, if Already they're on threads, threads okay. they will automatically be added. Interesting. So, you know, threads, you can find me on Discord. Um, if you can get to the link, it's on my Twitch page. I have the link there. So if you go to Blue Dragoon 13 on Twitch, you'll be able to get the link. I've left it open for the invite for the Discord page. You can find me Instagram. Snapchat is only where I'm promoting the show. So you're not really going to find a bunch of snaps of me. Uh, if you'd like to start seeing more, um, feel free to cash at me. <laughs> Blue Dragoon 13. Um, also, you're confirmed a Swifty now. Just because uh, you have 13 in your username. Oh, God. You know well, you know what? It could, it could be worse. Yeah. You know what? You want them on your side. Right? Yeah. That way, yes. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I'd, yes. I'd, I'd rather them on my side than against me. But, mm-hmm. you know, then again, I honestly 
don't listen to Taylor Swift's music. Uh, if I, if it's on, I'm probably I probably don't even realize she's singing. Right. You know, but I, I'll listen you to Sabrina. You have to honor her power. Yeah. Though. Like, you don't got to right. like the music, listen to it. You're just yeah. like, oh, damn, that bitch succeeding. Like, oh, yeah. You know, <laughs> you know, let's face it. You know, it's going to be a 13-hour flight from her Tokyo show to get to the Super Bowl. So 13-hour flight. Yep, you said yep. that on purpose? Yes, I did. Yeah. But no, I was, I was watching a video where they were on on TikTok. They were, no, it's like she's going to make yes, the Super Bowl. It's, it's a 13-hour flight oh, to yeah. get there. See, this is so, the chosen one. Yeah. <laughs> We're just going to crown her the female Moloch. Listen, <laughs> at, 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 the Super Bowl. at this point, she can do whatever she wants. You know what? She's not out there hurting anybody. Yeah. And if you're going to worship anybody, you know what? I uh, There's worse people you can worship. And I'm not going to get into that, but there, I have a name right on the top of my head. The Orange Menace. You can definitely... that That's a bad bad idolatry right there he's being set up to be the antichrist look it up <laughs> it, or, it already is um <laughs> he already is um actually that's I his son-in-law that, i thought the dark side kid said that ronald reagan was the antichrist boondocks boondocks <laughs> yeah. ronald wilson reagan 666 yeah, well, well that, someone he needs someone needed to take up the mantle so no that that was satan this is satan's spawn because he's picking up where Satan left off. And now, uh, <laughs> with, and if you fuck with my taxes, I will come after you. Taxes? Ugh. Theft. I know. Libertarian. So. <laughs> I have an aunt that lives in taxes. <laughs> Does her power work? <laughs> you know, the, 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 the state that can't even get their electrical grid working. It wants um, to secede. Good yeah. luck with that. Like, you're in a fucking iron grid, literally. Yeah, if you can't even get your electrical grid to work, you, you want to secede? Right go. Go. Feel free. Go. Ted go. Cruz is too busy deciding if he wants to be human or plasma. No, no. He's 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 ready. He's trying to figure out how quickly he can scoot off to Cancun if it gets too cold. Like, you, you know when that in X-Men, when one of, like, the senators gets turned into a mutant and he yeah. turns into that goo? Like, that's Ted Cruz to me. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> you know, I, I miss the days when we didn't know who our politicians were. It used to be, like, they weren't celebrities. That's they, what's annoying. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's like I didn't know who my senator, what my senator looked like. I I knew what the pre, who the president was and what they looked like, and that was about it. Mm-hmm. But it was otherwise. It was like unless you're reading the newspaper or they did something that they ended up on the nightly news. I didn't know who you were. I only knew who Giuliani was after 9-11. Like, yeah. I was a kid. I was like, oh, we have one of those. Okay. I still crack up that yeah. gopher from the love boat was in Congress. <laughs> Listen, I I was that I didn't say. I, yeah. I if if I'm gonna vote for a politician, I want Ventura. Ooh, the body. I need Jesse the body Ventura to run for president with Schwarzenegger as his VP. Can, can, can VP be not born in this country? Yes. Ooh, yeah. Interesting. VP can. But then what if they get what if president gets taken out? Order of succession. Then now somebody that's a foreigner could technically become the president. Demolition man. Demolition. What? Man. Yes. <laughs> I, I want demolition man to be true. I want Manchurian Candidate to be true. Like that's the project. That's the that's what I want to do with my life. If yeah. anybody knows out there, can yeah. sign me up. Yeah, no. <laughs> I want to be activated at some point, and you could shoot me in either direction. <laughs> I don't care. One of the two parties got to be taken out. We need yeah. to get this moving. No, but ser- seriously though, when you look at the movie, <laughs> the movie Demolition Man, yeah. in there it holds up really well because what what's TikTok? It's a bunch of kids sitting in the, like their parents' basement singing jingles. Okay. They're pretty much, I'm an Oscar Mayer wiener. That's pretty much where we're at right now. That's at least how it started. Yes. And Schwarzenegger in that had the presidential library. So 
We only need him to just get into the White House. And if he's VP, he's a step away. Yeah. And, okay. I, and I'm okay with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let, let's have the running man ticket. Both of them. <laughs> running man. Yeah. All right. I'm all about that. Yeah, Ventura. Ventura I'm, also, I'm also all about uh, Kennedy. Not because I like anything he said. <laughs> you just want a Kennedy? Just, I want a Kennedy back in office, and then we assassinate this one, and then we fix the timeline. <laughs> That's what we need to, like, the wrong one got shot in the 60s, but now his son is here, or whatever. Oh, no. The, 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 yeah, this is the crazy no, Kennedy. JFK fell through the plane. Yeah. JFK fell, fell through the plane? John, John. John John. John John had the plane accident. Oh yeah, no, no, no. I know that. I know he. I know RFK is like a cousin or a nephew. He's not the. Yeah, he. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's RFK's son. Yeah, he's the one that was um, eating lead paint chips as a child. And no, that was Ted. No, that that was too much alcohol. <laughs> Family is absolutely cursed. Yeah, but, um, but, uh, but yeah. I, 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 I think I, if we if we Kennedy 2.0, I think we could fix this shit. Uh, you know what? I, at this point. <laughs> She wouldn't be a bad yeah. idea to do. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you know it's gotta make sense. we don't get political here, but making a few jokes about it is because let's face it, it's an election year, folks. It's a leap year. And I feel like this is really Groundhog's Day. Girl, because I work the Board of Elections. Sometimes. People come in to vote and they ask me who's on the ballot, like in the moment. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yes, I and then I can't this. say shit I because I can this. get in trouble. Sorry. I could top this. One of my coworkers works in Brooklyn and the guy comes in and goes, I don't know who the fuck to vote for. Wow, this has been the longest. At least that's honest, but yeah. they knew who was on the ballot. I understand that. Yeah. These people that come to me and they're funny. like, what are we voting for today? And I'm like, forget it. You know what? You don't need to be here. This <laughs> has literally been the longest ending of the show, and this is going to yeah. be our longest episode. So, Pauline, I, def <laughs> I definitely want to have you back. Uh, it's been great having you here. Also, there's signed T-shirts being given away, right? Bye. That's an auction. Auction. So, remember, auction. you can... Email me at dragoonslayerpodcast at gmail.com. Dragoon is spelled with two O's. It's all one word. Dragoonslayerpodcast. And it will and, be signed. And I will be able to get in touch with Jimmy if you do not reach out to him directly. So please make sure you get in touch with us. Doug, we miss you. And once Mike is doing his production, I want to have you back on the show, buddy. And we That's miss you. Doug. Yep. Trust me. Yep. <laughs> we already know it, Jimmy. So with, know, with that being said, I'm going to take us out in our traditional fashion of you don't have to go home but you can't stay here now get out get out, out. Bye -bye. little